Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 80 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, we are trying this again. We had a little technical difficulty with Corey not coming in. I figured it out, though. I think we're all set now. So uh, this is episode number 80, as I said before. Uh, we are doing our top five villains. It was a listener suggestion. Uh, Michael in Minnesota, I'll give him credit for it. He wanted to know and feedback what our top five favorite video game villains were. So we figured we'd make an episode out of it. Uh, again, t- uh, today's January 30th, 2013. I got that wrong the first time, so I'm kind of glad I got to clear, clear, clear up that mistake. Uh, teasers for later. We're going to be talking about Nino Cooney a little bit more, The Cave. Eric played FTL, so I'm excited to hear what he has to say about that. We're going to be talking about Skulls of the Shogun and Super Hexagon later, so... That's what you have to look forward to during what we played. Will, why don't you get started with Nibble Bits? Well, my first one is Heavy Rain's composer Norman Corbeil died Saturday, January 26th, the age of 56. Um, and he died from... Cancer? From cancer, yep. Sad news to hear that. Heavy Rain is one of those games that I really wanted to play, but I don't have a PlayStation. So unfortunately, I can't play it. Um, my next one is Ubisoft CEO Yanis Mallet tells IGN the Prince of Persia series is paused while they consider new ideas. He goes on to say that fans should not worry, though, or take this as a bad sign. They're just trying to figure out what they want to do for the next game. Uh-huh. And uh, my last one is Bioware teases some screenshots from the new Mass Effect content. One of them is a city that sort of looks like the Citadel. Another one is a Krogan slamming the hammer down uh, on, on the ground. And... As we said on our first take, that this doesn't look like it's the DLC for the actual ending of Mass Effect 3. No, because one of the photos has a casino. So I'm hoping it's not like centered around a casino where you can do gambling and stuff. Because um, that that already happened in one of the Mass Effects. There was a casino. which Was there? Two, was it two or one? It must two? have been one because I played all the Mass Effect DLCs for two. It wasn't a DLC. It was just on the Citadel. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember which game it was. I never. I think it was the first Mass Effect that had the the casino in it. Mm-hmm. Corey, do you remember? No. The 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 nightclub that you can uh, rig the rig the thing with that device that that Solarian has on the out, outside. I think it's the first one. Yeah, I think you're right. That's the only Mass Effect I didn't play extensively. Okay. So I'm not sure. All right. But yeah, that's all you got. Yep. <laughs> Eric showed us a funny picture. I'm gonna tweet him. Oh, okay. He got his first NHL goal tonight. Oh, nice, nice. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? Thanks to modders, the Necromancer class is now available in Torchlight Two. The name of the group, or the the mod, I should say, is Synergies Mod. All one word. It includes 108 elite monsters, 6 rare dragons, 11 unique world bosses, 28 new dungeons, several new quest chains, 16 tier 1 legendary weapons, 4 sets of legendary armor, and the necromancer class with 30 new skills. And the same group plans to add 24 more classes, 3 more raid dungeons, and a whole lot of other stuff. 24, like, classes? Yeah, 24 more classes. Really? They're putting the paladin, the ninja, and another one in, like, now. So and you, I, I downloaded the Necromancer and played a little bit with it. Did you? A little bit. I only got to level three with it, but it was pretty cool. See, that's, once again, that's uh, one of the reasons why people should embrace Torchlight instead of Diablo. You can't do that in Diablo 3, you know? If this was Diablo, you'd be paying $10 for a character class and a couple dungeons. If they even release more. Yeah, really. It's all on what they want to do. That's I, I, One of the benefits of PC gaming is the, the mod community and some of the crazy stuff that they can do. And that's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's another... 
another uh, notch in the belt for the PC gaming. When we get more classes in there, we got to do another playthrough. Yeah, that's awesome. And 20... Eric. Yeah, we can have Eric join us May this I? time. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. It's we'll... installed. I swear okay. it's installed. We'll, we'll see when the time comes. All right. we'll, we'll let you know. All right, Corey, what do you got? Epic Mickey Studio Junction Point is closed for business. Disney cited organizational changes. Whatever that means, uh, Warren Spector has left Disney altogether, which is interesting. Who knows where he'll end up. Mm-hmm. But hopefully he makes games somewhere because good for him. Yeah. Uh, new new Bioshock. Did you guys see the new Bioshock trailer? No. No, there's another. I didn't see that either. It's pretty awesome. It came out this past week. It's old school documentary style, so it's like uh, shot on video, really grainy, or not grainy, but blurry, and, and it kind of plays like... Uh, you know, in like middle school or even elementary school, where you watch those really bad documentaries that were shot in the '80s on, yeah. on video, yeah. and it's just really bad quality, and there's a narrator, and it's it's shot like one of those, and it's all about finding the the floating island of Columbia. It's really <laughs> cool, but that led me to watch a bunch of gameplay videos for Bioshock Infinite. Uh-huh. It looks awesome. Yeah, I agree. Really, really cool. I can't, can't wait for it. Yeah. Uh, any word on the release date yet? I think it's March, isn't it? It's the end of March. I thought it was March. Okay. I think you're right. I, I don't. I don't really recall. But Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. We and think it. I think it's the end of March. And you have a little peeksy poo. I'm pretty sure you're right, though. That was one I was hoping they'd push back a little bit more until I have more funds because I got to scrap <laughs> uh, scrape up some money for South Park at the beginning of March. Hey, Corey, was it you that tweeted the thing about beating the four games in February? Yeah, I'm going to talk about that for round okay. table. Okay, all right, never mind. But yes, okay. it was. March 26th. Okay, it is the end of March. Good. And my last one is that EA says they have no plans to make another Medal of Honor game. At this point, they might try and revive it down the road. Who knows? Yeah. So, well, whatever. I think the modern the modern shooter is, is played out too much, I think. Agreed. I would it's, agree. It's a, and that's it's a, coming from a fan. Exactly. It's an overcrowded market. I don't, they should just only make Battlefield anymore. Yeah. Or go back to make or make a, uh, I don't know. I still think a first-person shooter from like uh, Revolutionary War would be oh, sweet. Oh, that'd be sweet. Or Civil uh, Civil War. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Right. Different setting. Yeah. In the Assassin's <laughs> Creed setting. The only problem is, is it takes so freaking long to reload. Yeah. You, you, you know, your you musket. Shoot, yeah, you shoot your musket, and thirty seconds later, you can shoot again. Well, they could tinker with it. Yeah. People would understand. Yeah, maybe you could. Well, yeah, maybe you could have a sidekick reload and yeah, and then you get two shots. Yeah, pull your old hand pistol out. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> fun to toy with anyway. Yeah, Wild West first person shooter. Oh, don't get me started, Dan. But I then, it, then again, it wouldn't be a Medal of Honor, really. That you know. No, but somebody should do it anyway. Yeah, I agree. Okay, that all you got, Corey. Yes. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Okay, I'm going to start with uh, some Nintendo news. Um, Nintendo, the other day, announced that they are finally profitable again. This is from New Gamer Nation. Um, I guess the net profit for Nintendo has been reported at $160 million, which I, I was I glad, glad I found this article because it compared it to what it was before. Right. Um, it says this sounds like a lot, but when the Wii was selling like hotcakes, that number was in the billions. Yeah. So wow. it's really not that much. Um, they said that the Wii U is expected to sell five and a half million units by March, and currently through December, that's at three, a little over three million. Yeah. So it's quite a bit under. 
Um, and the 3DS was expected to sell 17.5 million, but only sold 12.7 million. Okay. So, I mean, while it's better, not I think, great. I think they'll get a boost. It's tax return time. True. True. So I think they'll get a little bit of a boost, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure that they're going to meet that, what, five and a half million by yeah. the end of March. And they, uh, I guess they lowered the, the expectations for the year for the Wii U. They're hoping for 4 million units and 3DS now expected to sell 15 million but by, by the end of last year or the end of this year i think this year yeah uh, for uh, this year oh they'll hit four million so, yeah with the wii u i don't know if they'll hit 15 with the 3ds yes yeah, so they have to sell three more three million more units yeah. this year yeah they'll okay. hit four with the wii u i'll yeah. be one of those yeah which we discussed last I, week. I probably will be too <laughs> uh let's see also from new gamer nation news on uh, this is one of the games i'm excited for this year uh tom clancy splinter cell mm-hmm. they announced collector's edition um this one's kind of cool, actually. With this, for $170, you get a copy of the game, um, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Echoes comic book, which is an uh, 88-page graphic novel, uh, limited edition Tom Clancy Splinter Cell Blacklist poster, uh, Billionaire's Yacht co-op map. I don't know. That must be one of the maps in the game. Um, and a couple other co-op maps. But the big draw is a remote control... C-147B Paladin Aircraft. So a remote control airplane. Really? Yeah. It's modeled after one of the in-game airplanes. Oh, is it like a, like a little helicopter type of thing? No, there's a picture of it. It looks like a big-ass airplane. I, I tweeted it so people oh, can see it. Oh, that, that is awesome. awesome. It looks like a, like a, like a 747 yeah. jumbo jet. Pretty sweet, or seven, right? Yeah. Who knows? If it's a piece of shit or not. Well, but. I mean, it's probably going to get crashed in the first day. Because yeah. I know, like, flying the remote control planes is a skill. Right, yeah. And, if, you know, you go take I that. I don't have that skill. Right, you take that out in the backyard and smash <laughs> it into some, the neighbor's house. Because you're 170 bucks. Yeah, it's done for. That's cool, though. Yeah. It looks awesome. Anyway. It's, it's one of the cooler, you know, uh, special editions that I've seen. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, not going to list any of the games, but I tweeted um, that... A list of games for the Oya has come out. Mm-hmm. There was like 445 games or something like that. Yep. Um, I mean, they're all things you probably never heard of for the most part. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through them, but I did tweet it if anybody's interested. Starbound was one of them. Was it? What's that about? That's the one I talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's the it's like Terraria. Oh, okay. Um, but in in space. Okay. Um, it's the one where you explore planets and build up your space station and that stuff that's cool. a game i'm really salivating over yeah so um some fifa sales news um ea announced this is from GameSpot that fifa 13 has sold over 12 million units through the third quarter alone um 23 jump wow. year to wow. year um i guess that their digital revenue alone in the third quarter topped 100 million which is up 98% from last year. Holy crap. So, FIFA, getting some love out there, yeah, which, good. which is great. Cause it's, it's good because so it's a yeah, good, good well-done game. Yeah. And my last one. I don't know if, I'll, if I want to use this as a little bit. You know, I'm going to save this. I'll probably use it during roundtable. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, My Nibble Bits, the OI controller is undergoing some changes due to developer feedback. The changes include a new D-pad design, more sensitive touchpad, rubber thumbsticks, and a better fitting battery pack. So um, that's good. They're they're taking feedback from the people that are actually using the system and improving it. That's always a good sign. 
Uh, NVIDIA unveiled its GeForce Experience program designed to tweak PC game settings based on system specs as well as keep drivers updated. I thought of Eric when uh, when I read this because this is um, – apparently it's game-specific too. So uh, the, the GeForce Experience program will find the best settings for Skyrim. So whenever Skyrim boots up, it'll boot – you know, it'll change your video settings to that or whenever you boot up uh, Assassin's Creed 3, it'll change the settings for that. So it runs best on your computer. Hmm. So you don't have to – Puts around with the settings That's too cool. much, yeah. Um, like I said, I thought of Eric. I, I wanted to give it a try for this week, but I just did not get the chance. Because um, some of my games could probably stand to lose some or gain some graphical graphical output. Yeah, on my crummy video card. But yeah, I thought that was cool. That's a good idea. Uh, and then my last note of it is EA Sports simulated this year's Super Bowl between the Niners and Ravens in Madden 13. Uh, with the Ravens coming out on top 27-24 with the game-winning field goal coming in the fourth quarter. Mm. So we'll see how that plays out. Apparently they've been pretty correct in the past. Eight years? Yeah, it's it's a high number. Like, I want to say maybe the last maybe 10 out of 12 Super Bowls they predicted think, right or something I like that. I think that was it, yeah. Wow. It, was, it was a pretty high number, surprisingly high number, so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see come Sunday. Uh, I'll get started with my week, too. Uh, weigh in. I had my starting weight for this week was 257.8. My weight today was 254.8. So I lost exactly three pounds. Boy. Uh, still going strong. I don't enjoy it, but <laughs> I, I enjoy seeing a minus a few pounds every week. Sure. So that's a good thing. Uh, I tried a Microsoft Surface tablet this weekend. Uh, my aunt had one when she brought it for, over for oh, yeah. Will's, Will's family birthday party. Uh, I really liked it. It was surprisingly uh like smooth to mm-hmm. use and and uh, uh intuitive i guess and the snap on keyboard thing for it works really well i was surprised i was surprised at how easy it was to type on it and then you know it's got a little mouse pad on it and it runs just like a like a laptop yeah. it was it was well done it's pretty awesome i think i was looking in the new game informer I, I think it was a new game informer. They were comparing tablets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one didn't. It didn't get great reviews. No, because the game like you can only download like Microsoft games on it. Okay. Um, that was one of the things. It's also kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, compared to other tablets you can get. Um, and and talking about tablets, my wife is actually al- allowing me to get a tablet with the tax return. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research on tablets, and I'm gonna get. I think I talked about wanting to get this tablet before, but I'm gonna get the the asus nexus google nexus 7 um it's got great specs for only being 200 bucks mm-hmm. um it's oh, an, that one got really good reviews. yeah it did um it was, it's a it's a small tablet but that's all i want and one of the one of the reasons i want to get it is because it's uses the android operating system um and you can get emulators on it so i'm going to load it up with nintendo and super nintendo and probably playstation games but i know you can play nintendo 64 games even on it so mm-hmm. oh, wow. um yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm waiting on my tax return, so who knows? I didn't know that's the one you were getting. Yep. That's Nexus 7. Pretty sweet. Yep. It's, it's, bucks, it's only I mean, 200 bucks. Shit. Uh, but the reason why she's letting me get it is because, I, as you know, I've been walking on the treadmill at night. I bring down the iPad with me to watch Netflix. And uh, she doesn't really like sharing her iPad that much. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't like sharing my stuff either, so... Uh, and another reason is, you know, because of my phone number is through Google Voice, I can put the Google Voice app. I don't have a Google Voice app on Windows Phone. Um, I can put the Google Voice app on that, and then it'll notify me when I get a text message, just like I would when getting a normal text message. 
So that's another reason because I I have to like actively go check my text messages. I uh, was gonna text you last yeah. night, and uh, I remembered that you don't have yep. like a phone, so yep. I texted uh, your wife instead. <laughs> yeah, because I tried to check it often, but uh, you know I I could go an hour without checking right. it. So you you know if you're trying to get a hold of me, that's probably why. Yeah. And then the other uh, only other thing I have to talk about real quick is that I finished the first season of Battlestar Galactica. Um, it ends on a major cliffhanger. I can't wait to start the second season, but I'm only allowing myself to watch it when I walk on the treadmill. Um, so hmm. we'll see how it starts season two. Corey, I know you're a fan of BSG. Yeah, where does it? What what cliffhanger does it end on? I don't remember. I don't want first season. I don't want to say it. Say it. Hint no. at it. Um, so only somebody that knows would know what you're talking about. The assassination attempt. Oh right! At the very the very last episode, the very last okay. scene of the very last episode. Yep. Okay, I do remember. So. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Love the show. I don't know if I like it as much as Firefly. No. no. But it's it's a good show. I think I, the thing I like about Firefly is the kind of lone wolf type of thing. You know. Yeah. I love that about it. But. Yeah, that was my week. Eric, how was your week? Pretty good. I. Finished, uh, well, I wouldn't say finished, but I, I've successfully gotten all of my shit out of my old apartment into mm-hmm. my new apartment, so that's a good feeling. I uh, finished that up yesterday. No more moving. Uh, well, I still got to put, because my car's full of shit. Oh. Uh, and I haven't, all the stuff that I brought in, I haven't really organized, so I got to do that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I went up to Rochester for a meeting for work the other night, which is why I played Faster Than Light. Um, cause I didn't have my Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I took my laptop with me go. and I was like, this is a, a perfect chance for me to, to use some games that I bought. Yeah. Um, so I played that. I had every intention of playing Torchlight 2 and then I was Skyping with my girlfriend instead. So, mm-hmm. um, that one, that one's, that's more fun with friends. Anyway. Right. Sure. Um, what else? If we decide on? to invite you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I'm, I'm sure Corey won't tell me. That's a big if. Um, I just, no. Just saw this game Proteus came out, and I want to buy it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm watching the trailer for it. It looks pretty sweet. I just heard the name. I haven't heard anything about okay. it. Okay. It's got really cool art style. Hmm. It's like Atari graphics. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to have been out for a while now, but... Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, a little sidetrack. I wanted to touch on the Sabres real quick. I thought this was kind of funny. They played last night, lost in overtime with .1 seconds left. The Maple Leafs scored. And I got on Twitter, and <laughs> some Sabres fan that I follow, she tweeted, .1 seconds, hashtag because it's Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, couldn't be more right on that one. Yeah. Uh, but I purchased Game Center last night. Um, I'm... When it works correctly for me, I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. gonna, I can't watch any in-market games, so I can't see the Sabres. I can, however, watch the replays of the games, which I love. Um, I really like the Xbox app because you can watch all the highlights from all the games, and they have condensed games that are like 5-10 minutes, so that's great. Um, I watched a little uh, Minnesota-Columbus last night, which I never would have seen otherwise. It's nice to see other teams. Like yeah. I, I'll watch, too, when I have fantasy players Well, playing. that's what I'm going to do yeah. is watch for fantasy because yeah. I'm really into that, and my team's looking really good so far. So, mm-hmm. um, shit, I think other than that, I don't, I don't have anything going on. So Nice. I mean, that's it. Okay. Will? 
Um, not a whole lot. Back to school this week. Um, school started off interesting because we had a snow day Monday, and then we had a two-hour delay Tuesday. So it's been rough getting back to school, especially with the couple extra days that we had to yeah. sleep in and stuff like that. And not a whole lot, just playing video games, and Mom and Dad are going on vacation for next week, so I'm going to be playing video games at my house all by Having myself. Having a raging party? Yeah, I'll probably have friends over, and we're just going to play video games. Sounds awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be it's gonna be fun. Okay. Corey, what do you got for us? A little this, a little that. I actually started a new project for thumbstick athletes i don't know if anybody has noticed probably not i don't think anybody was really watching other than eric but i started a a live stream sort of weekly event i want to try and do sunday nights uh play old old video game older video games and stream over them old episodes of the thumbstick athletes podcast kind of as a way to have some fun interact and get our name out there a little bit Mm -hmm. and play old games yeah, so I've been playing Final Fantasy VI. I, I started it, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the length of every episode that we have. So our first episode, I think, was like an hour and 15 minutes. So I played an hour and 15 minutes worth of Final Fantasy VI on Sunday, and this coming week I will play whatever length episode two is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was our first episode, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was only an hour and 15 minutes. We blazed through it. It had a different format. It was a little bit different, right? Well, I, I mean, I was watching his thing for... You know, 10, 15 minutes. I didn't even realize it was our first episode. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, what was our second episode? Mobile gaming? I think yeah. so. Sounds right. Part one. I want to say we pretty quickly got up to around three hours, though. Yeah, it didn't take long. Once we loosened up a little bit and just started talking out our asses. Yeah. Rocking yep. out with our cocks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you'll be able to see once we get the video working. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So okay. yeah, I'm I'm doing that. Uh, I got I purchased myself a separate webcam for my desktop computer. So hopefully I'll be able to, like all good streamers, have a, a webcam on me, and you know I can interact and, and chat with people and stuff mm-hmm. uh, for for sun, for my Sunday gameplay. I want to try and stick to the to the tight or the most specific schedule I can, but it's it's difficult, you know, yeah. seeing as how we don't even know what day we're recording this podcast <laughs> yeah it's so. usually wednesday, wednesday or thursday sometimes even tuesday yeah we've yeah. done some fridays yep uh so there's that i also listened to gabe newell on the nerdist i listened to the Twitter oh i've meaning to do that series it was it was somebody recommended it uh, i had it in my phone i just hadn't listened to it yet and i i saw that recommendation i remembered that i had it and i was like oh yeah definitely so i listened to it it's really interesting stuff uh, he's a he's a really smart guy and you can tell he's He's got his eyes on the future, and, and granted, everything he said didn't really didn't really convince me. Didn't I didn't really buy into the Steam Box idea? He didn't really talk about that too much. He just talked about the future of games and the current state of of the games industry and stuff like that. And, and oh. had a lot of really interesting things to say. One of them, one of the things that really interested me was because I work in corporate America. He talked about the corporate structure of of the big studios and. He thinks it's too late for them. Oh, uh, I could see that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. He, and, I mean, him and Chris Hardwick both talked at length about it. And Chris Hardwick was really interested in that part of it, too. And they were talking about, like, middle management, how so much stuff just gets stalled out in middle management. And at Val- Valve, there's there's basically no corporate structure. Everybody works together. Everybody works for everybody. You know, it's just a big a big team effort. Um, 
But it, he brought up the point, Gabe Newell brought up the point, that a lot of today's corporate structure is based on military, army structure. Yeah. And how that doesn't that what that translate to translates to is getting a bunch of people to uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for fail because of somebody else's decision mm-hmm. and he said he doesn't want that and you mean you mean keeping people down because because of a middle management decision right, that the hierarchy of of military and you know the yeah. corporate structure you know vp and senior vp and evp and all that you know all that bull crap yeah, because um, you can something... you can only have a certain amount of those people, which right, is right. very very small compared to the base of your your business. You know, you everyone can't move up, right? That right. that was that was his point. Yeah, that, that was part of it. Okay, but uh, I can't do it justice right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. To yeah, I, I definitely recommend it to everybody, if, especially if you have any interest in games. But even if you don't, just he's a, he's a futurist in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, what else did I want to say? I can't remember now. I forgot. Had more to do with that. But anyway. Okay. That was, that was my week. All right. Sounds good. That everything? Anything else anyone wants to chime in? I just purchased Proteus on oh, Steam. Excellent. How much was it? It's usually 10. I got it for 9. Oh, beautiful. Can't go wrong with that. All right. The music you're going to be hearing during the break is by the band The Piggies, the song Jungle Man. Mm. So we're going to be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 80 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in our main segment, which we are going to be discussing our top five favorite or uh, least favorite video game villains. So, uh, Corey, why don't you get us started with your fifth favorite video game villain or least favorite video game villain? I got to go. This one's kind of a cheat, and I know it's our first one, but uh, I have to go with Dragon Slayer Ornstein and Executioner Smog. I don't know how to pronounce it. From dark souls okay because it is the duo that i just could not beat. oh oh yeah and i actually i couldn't remember the names of the the guys so i googled it i googled dark souls bosses 
and the first one, the first thing that came up was a poll on which which boss battle is the hardest in Dark Souls Two, and these guys were number one at thirty five percent or something like that. Oh wow! Out so of I how many bosses? So bad. Yeah, I didn't feel so bad that uh, I was the only one that didn't. I I wasn't the only one that had trouble defeating them. Okay. But when when a, when a couple villains prevent you from advancing in your favorite game of two thousand and twelve, yeah, or two thousand eleven. They gotta be up there. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Alright, Eric, number five. Number five for me is uh, Ganondorf from Ocarina of Time. Uh Mostly because, as everybody knows by now, I don't beat a lot of games. Um, I don't tend to really get into the characters as much as you guys do. Mm -hmm. But he actually was literally the first one that came to my mind. So I said, well, he should be on my list then. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I remember I loved that game and I thought he was a really cool character really bad villain uh-huh. wanted to kill him you uh-huh. know uh-huh. just everything you'd want he looks really cool well i don't know if he looks he looks like kind of a he looked cool he's got red hair right i don't recall i'm pretty yeah, sure he, he has he red does, hair he does okay which gives him a disadvantage immediately right <laughs> so instant villain maybe i should have taken him off my list for that yeah, but he's going to be my number five. I remember him looking cool when Ocarina of Time was new. Probably yeah. at this point, you'd be like, oh, it looks like a few blocks put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. But yeah, that was the first game that he was uh, put in for Zelda. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the few villains that actually came to mind when I was putting my list together. So Okay. Excellent. Will, number five. My number five is Gary from Pokemon. This counts for the show and the game yeah, because Gary... Gary is basically your rival in almost every Pokemon game. It's just he's named after a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's your rival in Pokemon, and he always comes in at the most, the worst times and always talks about how he's more powerful than you and how he's better than you, but you whoop him every time and makes him a real. He's a, he's one of the most classic rival rivals in any game, yeah. I think. Okay. All right, my fifth favorite villain of all time is Darth Malak from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, there's just something about Sith that makes me angry and makes me want to kill them in any game, um, but never more so than, than Darth Malak in Knights of the Old Republic. Um, you were actually... Uh, should I give... This is kind of a spoiler. Should I do it? Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Game. It's a very man. old game. So you're actually um, Darth Malak's... You're the, the superior... What's the master and he's the apprentice and then i it's been so long since i played it some something happens like i think you get captured and and re-educated by the by the jedi order um and and darth malik becomes the master so yeah darth malik is is number five on my list um like i said there's just something about the sith even when i watched star wars episode three when uh yoda was fighting the emperor I just wanted to jump into the screen and help help Yoda. I just <laughs> something about the Sith that just drives me nuts. Even though I did have a Sith character in, in uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, um, just to test it. Though. Yeah, they just they just yeah they just rile rile me up for some reason. Yeah. I'm not really sure why, but it hits deeper than just a you know a video game bad guy. Bad Burn guy. your potatoes. Don't yeah, they? yeah, something definitely. from your past life. Must be. Maybe I was a, a Jedi Knight in a different life. <laughs> I have no doubt that that's true. So that's my number five. Remember how scary Darth Maul was in uh, mm-hmm. episode one? Yeah, he was pretty scary. When that movie first came out? Yeah. I mean, I was young. When did that come out? 1999? 
Yeah, it was uh, it was in the late nineties. Yeah, I think nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that sounds about I remember, right. I don't. Uh, let's see how I was eleven, twelve. I was twelve, but I yeah. remember being terrified, especially that last lightsaber duel. Yeah. After he kills Qui Gon. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and Obi Wan <laughs> is is waiting. Yeah. Behind the uh, barrier. Yep, that was good stuff. That was the only good part of that movie, really. Yeah. Anyway. That's still my favorite of the prequels, to be honest. Okay. Uh, moving on. Corey, number four. Uh, my number four is also Gary Oak from Pokemon. Oh. Uh, you pick your Pokemon off the bat, and who does that fucker pick? Your Pokemon's most effective enemy. Yep. He sure does. Little dick. But what I like about it is you kind of you kind of grow with them. You start off at the same spot. And you, and, you, and you grow together, and he's oh, like Will said, you know, he's always there every step. Yeah, yeah. he's your rival. Is it is it the, is it Gary in every game? Um, I think in the first two, it's it you like from the show, you can tell that it's Gary. Right. That it looks like Gary. After that, I don't. It's different, right. but to me, it's still Gary. Right. Well, from, don't they name him Gary in the first one? No, you, you pick a name. Like they don't name him Gary. They just give him a different name, where you can pick a name that you want. Well, why would I have named him Gary then? The show, probably. No, that was probably the was show. that the default name, and you could change it if you wanted. The default name wasn't Gary. Oh, really? If I remember correctly. How would I have known because I, I played Pokemon before I watched the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. I found out that the show was on later after I started because I had the I had the red version. You had the blue version, right, Corey? Right. Huh. It, well, it's technically supposed to be Gary. Right. Huh. Maybe he. Maybe just... I maybe I read something somewhere at some point and was like, oh, I'll name him Gary. Maybe he just looks like a Gary. Yeah, because I remember before Pokemon <laughs> came out, I knew about Pokemon before it came out in the United States, and I was excited to get it when it did come out. So maybe you're right. Maybe we had read up on it a little bit. It was probably a Nintendo Power. Yeah. That we read about it before it, before it came out in North America because it was huge in Japan already. So. Yeah, because I remember reading about the South Park. Or not the South Park, the uh, the Pokemon episode that gave the the kid the oh the seizure the seizure yeah before, before Pokemon was stateside yeah yeah I I think the cartoon came out later on after uh, after the the game sold so well I don't think it was because I remember watching that when I was too old to be watching Pokemon cartoons <laughs> never too old to watch <laughs> now have you guys watched that episode that was banned because of the no light show? no. It's kind of weird. Really? What happened? Someone had a seizure because of all the flat, bright, flashing lights from... It, it caused too much brain activity, and, and you, that's when <laughs> you go into a seizure. Huh. It's all the flashing, stroby lights type of thing, I think, is what caused it. Weird. Right? Yeah. Okay. I the name of the episode. I kind of want to watch it now. All right. Uh, Eric, number four. Uh, number four for me is the Joker from Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, and end of movies, I guess you could throw in there, but, uh, you know, just Batman's my favorite superhero, and, I mean, the Joker's his arch nemesis yeah. amongst nemeses. The Joker's a really good bad guy. He is, and those two video games are two of my favorites that I've ever played, Yeah. so um, he was another another villain that came to mind almost immediately, mm-hmm. so, again, I threw him on there, and that's games that i've beaten which right. is odd <laughs> right so isn't that something the games that i've beat happen to stick with me did you beat ocarina of time i think i did i can't confirm that but i'm i'm pretty sure i did i seem to remember you 
back in the Nintendo 64 gate uh, Nintendo 64 days talking about yeah. beating that boss. Yeah, I think I did. But I know I, I played a lot of it, a lot more of that than I do a lot of games. So. Right. Well, that was back in the day when right. we were in school, and True. all we had to do was play video games. And I couldn't afford to get my own. Right. There wasn't the selection that we mom had mom to hook me up. Right, exactly. You probably <laughs> got it for Christmas. I Almost definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's okay. my fourth. Well, number four. My fourth is the Elusive Man from Mass Effect 2 and 3. Um, even in Mass Effect 2, when you work for him, there's still... you don't really like the elusive man there's moments where you're like ah you know i can kind of work for him but then he does things where he sends you on that turian ship because of the stress call and almost gets you killed from the the collectors yeah um and when he wants to keep the collector ship at the end of mass effect 2 and everyone's like no we got to get rid of this after you saw all the you know atrocities that happened on it and everybody getting killed mm-hmm. and turned into collectors and in mass effect 3 he was a pain in your butt the entire time because he was trying to thwart your attempts of trying to stop the reapers and for his own, you know, selfish good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he sends Kai Ling, who killed one of my favorite Mass Effect characters, Thane. So I didn't take too kindly to that either. Yeah. So That scene where you where you end up killing Kai Ling is the greatest the scene. amazing. Yeah, where you, he, like, goes to stab you and you yeah. hit the sword yeah. and then you, like, shoot him and you say, that's for Thane or yeah. whatever, or whoever he killed. Yeah, that was great. Great. Great scene. But, uh, yeah. The Elusive Man. All right. I forgot about The Elusive Man, and I didn't beat any of the Mass Effects, but he was a really good character. Yeah. Like, he was. For a villain. Yeah, because you don't really know where he's coming. You know, it, I, there's I, there's that mystery of, like, what exactly is going on in yeah, his head. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew from you guys, kind of, but, right. I mean, he was a really good villain. Yeah. All right. My number four is Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. I knew you were going to pick that um, one of the things I went for on my list was because I, I did a little research on, I had read a few other people's, you know, top 20 lists or 25 or 10 or whatever. Um, I, the, the villains I wanted to go for in my list were ones I wanted to take down at all costs, you know, because some people, uh, some people put like, uh, like the flood on there. Um, from Halo? Yeah, from Halo. I, I, I thought about that. I saw zombies and Nazis a lot yeah. on lists and stuff, but I was like, I didn't want to put those. Right, because like, mo- most of mine are specific things, but it, it's stuff that like makes me angry enough that I want to I take it down, you know, to, because of whatever they do to your character or other characters that you care about in a game. So that that's kind of where my list went. And Handsome Jack is, um, some of his actions are, are pretty egregious. Uh, in the game, and and you you kind of uncover his background as you play the game, and how he rose to power in um, what uh, Hyperion is, is is the company that he's like CEO of. So you kind of learn of his rise to power and all the bad things he did to, to get ahead, and um, he ends up killing some of the characters character characters from the previous games. Um, so what? How dare he? Yeah, I know. So he's he's a he's a great bad guy. Had to had to have him on my list because he was someone that I really wanted to shoot in the face. From playing the little bit of Borderlands two that I have played, he's very good villain. Yeah, yeah. I mean at the, at the same time he's very entertaining. He is yep. very entertaining but too. You also hate him very much. Real dick. Yeah, real dick. So that was my number four. Uh, Corey, number three. I also had, um, what's his name? Oh, the elusive man. Mm-hmm. As my number three. And one of the one of the, the biggest thing I liked about well first of all I had no idea what his deal was, and honestly I still don't really understand what his deal was. Yeah. 
but that's just me. Uh, but th- what I really liked about them is in all these sci-fi games and movies, they make they make everything very futuristic. And I think to get a more accurate uh, image of the future, I think you gotta you gotta look at some things that have stayed the test of time. And he's just a dude in a suit smoking a cigar. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I really like about it. Isn't he? That's perfect. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh, he's very good, uh, villain. Okay. Anything else you want to chime in about the elusive man? No, nah, we'll carry it on about it pretty good. Okay, that's two volts for the elusive man. That's good. Uh, I two go two uh, for for Gary Oak too. Me and Corey are on the same page. Like yeah, brother, yeah. like brother, <laughs> as they always said. We'll probably have some more similarities before the <laughs> no, before the time I'll is over. I'll be shocked if you do. <laughs> All right, Eric, number three. Um, I don't think anybody else is going to have this one, but okay. um, my third one is whoever I'm playing online in FIFA Seasons, especially uh-huh. if they quit after I score quickly. Yeah, that's um, awful. What a bastard that villain is. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go a little different here because I don't play a lot of games through them, like I talked about. But, um, yeah, whoever I play in FIFA is my most hated enemy at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was playing a game today, and there's this thing where if you score in the fourth minute or less, they can quit out and it doesn't count. Oh, man. There's nobody I've wanted to kill more in any video game than that guy. Yeah, because you're only down by one. One goal. If you can't score one goal, then fuck off. Yeah. You know? That's awful. So that's, that's the route I went at number three. Um, I don't think I need to talk anymore about how frustrated I I get with Halo or FIFA and the guys that play it. Yeah, yeah. But okay, that's my third. All right. Well, number three. My number three is I saw on literally no list that I looked up, and that's Vormov Tingle from Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> um, he is the leader of the Knights Templar in the Church of Glabdos, and uh, he's possessed by the Lukavi demon Hashmal. And what I really liked about him is. During the, in one, in my opinion, this is one of the most interesting parts of any video games. The massacre at Riovan's castle, mm-hmm. um, and that's where he goes to meet up with Duke Burrington to, you know, set up a treaty for, you know, to help the Lukavi plot. Yeah, and basically the everything goes bad, and he ends up killing everybody in the castle. Um, he actually kills his own son, Islude who I really liked in the game. Was, I wanted him to be a playable character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he kills everybody in there, and Ramza, and kidna- he kidnaps Alma, which mm-hmm. is Ramza's sister, and Ramza, you know, walks through the castle to see everybody dead, and it's just very yeah, sinister. And then later in the game, like, he ends up turning your brother against you. He uh, kills him and then makes you fight him later, your brother's all bag. Mm-hmm. And he ends up uh, getting your other brother, Dysodarg or whatever, however you pronounce his name, it involved with the Lukavi plot. So basically he's turning everybody who is on Ram's side against them and like makes you try to have to re-kill your brother. And wow. just He's a very underrated villain, I thought. Okay, I don't remember him very well, but I, I remember what he did. I just didn't remember the character yeah, specifically. He, he was the purple knight okay. character. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, him been a while i hated him yeah and even at a young age i hated him okay still do all right good choice good choice all right my number three is calling up my list again it's on my phone so it takes a second to load uh my number three is sephiroth from final fantasy 7 i'm sure he'll probably get some more votes um i tried to avoid 
picking this kind of character on my list, but I, I had to put on there because I think Sephiroth is, is one of the bad guys, once again, that you really want to go after and take down because of the bad things that he does. Um, I won't get too far into him because probably someone else has him on their list. Maybe. We could talk about it a little more then. If not, you know, whatever. Yeah, if you played Final Fantasy VII, you know who Sephiroth is. And even if you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, you probably know who Sephiroth is. Um, if you're familiar with RPGs at all. so Because he's on a lot of people's list for um, most hated villain or best villain or yeah. however you want to wanna say it. So, yep, Sephiroth is my number three. Corey, number two. My number – can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Uh, my number two is GLaDOS from Portal. Uh-huh. You, who played Portal? I Nobody. didn't, but I know of GLaDOS or GLaDOS or whatever. Team Portal 2 or just Portal? She is in both of them. She. She is the chief antagonist, the artificial intelli- intelligence in charge of testing in the Portal games. And she is a sinister, sinister bitch. <laughs> that's what I heard. And that's what I like about it. I mean, the, the entire game, as you're solving the puzzles, she's, she's always kind of there. Uh-huh. Because she's artificial intelligence, you know, she's omniscient, she's the all-seeing eye. Uh, and, and she's just commenting on everything, and, and very sarcastic, and... You, you, you kind of got to play the game to to really hate her, but uh, yeah, she's definitely my number two. And she made a lot of. I, I also did a lot a lot of research on other people's lists, and she was in a lot of lists. Yeah, there too. She's she's a really good villain. I want to play Portal Two. Yeah, Portal Two. A couple weeks ago, it was five bucks on Steam, and I forgot oh. to buy it, and I'm pissed off that I didn't because you can't. That's a great price, you know. Sure. That didn't come out that long ago. What no. was it? A 2011 game? Yeah, I yeah. think it was. So five bucks for that. Wow. So I'm gonna keep my eyes open. I I want to play both of them actually. I have both on my computer. Yeah. So. Okay, Glados for number two for Corey. Those two, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two. All right. Eric, number two. Uh, number two for me is Bowser. Uh-huh. From Mario, all the Mario games. Um. Ex- uh, except Mario RPG. I didn't play that one. Okay. See. There you go. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean Bowser. Who doesn't know who Bowser is? You know what I mean? Right. It's just like a iconic figure in video gaming. Mm-hmm. I think that's one that women, children, anybody can relate to. You know? Yeah. Um, been around forever. Big scary turtle dinosaur looking dude. Just a real mean guy. Uh-huh. You know? Everything you look for in a villain. Yeah. Except he's got red hair too, doesn't he? I think he's got a little tuft. A little tuft of red? I think so. Another disadvantage. If I remember correctly. But <laughs> Eric Zillens have red hair. I yeah, think I think I think on? something's coming up so, about about Eric. Well, uh, you know what it harkens back to is my cousin Jared not paying the uh <laughs> the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I can think of. Right. But yeah, that's number two for me. <laughs> okay. Uh well, number two. My number two is Kafka from Final Fantasy Six. I'm assuming he's gonna be coming up soon. The only thing I wanted to say about him is what villain has been able to achieve their ultimate goal to the fullest effect because Kafka became a god and destroyed the world. Yeah. Not many villains can say they did that. Yeah. Um, I also put Kafka as number two on my list from Final Fantasy 3, 6, six either yeah. or. Um, yeah, uh, Kefka, once again, is one of those bad guys that you, you just want to run, run him through with a sword. Yeah. Um, stuff he does makes you angry, especially like you said, destroying the world. But, yeah, he, he does do everything he wants to, yeah. um, becomes a god, and, uh, yeah, you got to figure out a way to take him down. Yeah. So, definitely. 
anything else about Kefka? No. Okay, yeah, uh, I once again I try not to put Final Fantasy six and seven on all my lists, but you can't <laughs> you can't not for this this type of category. Yeah, I had um, to. My list would have been invalid if I hadn't put them. at least Kefka <laughs> on it. So, all right, uh, Corey, number two, number one, number yeah. one. Yeah, I'm number sorry, one. number one. Well, I know everybody is expecting me to say Kepka. Uh, however, if you guys remember, I did say I would not include my top games in any of these lists. Oh, yeah, that's, other than our, that's right. It's not a bad idea. Top lists. So I avoided them. They are in the Pantheon, in my opinion, because if I was allowed to talk about them, I would probably talk about them on every single list. Uh-huh. Uh, so my number one, <laughs> barring Final Fantasy, is my number one villain is Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid. Uh-huh. And uh, it kind of made me think about all the other villains. As soon as you said that was our topic, Dan, I knew Psycho Mantis would be on my list. But it made me think about all the other villains in Metal Gear Solid, like Sniper Wolf Mm -hmm. and Revolver Ocelot and and that whole gang. And just how good, how well designed those confrontations with those characters were in that game. That game was incredible. Yeah, it really was. And uh, honestly, all three of those characters I just mentioned could have made this list. But, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about different games. So I I went with Psycho Mantis as number one. Uh, just the way he messes with you and kind of breaks that fourth wall that no other game really does. Yeah. You know, like, you had to switch the controller port that your controller was in. To beat him so he couldn't read your mind. So he couldn't read your mind. He talked about, he's, he's like, you're reckless, you don't save enough, like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yep. It was just a, a really, I mean, that that, the first time... I did that battle really sticks out in my memory and, and is something I will always remember. Yeah. Because it's almost, it, it, I know he was just reading what was on the, on the save file, but it seems like he was reading your mind when you were right. going through it the first time. Once yeah. you read into it, you're like, okay, he, you know, read my save or whatever. But yeah, I, I remember being shocked at how I like, I'm like, how, how is he doing this? Um, yep. when I was fighting him and I don't even think I figured it out on my own that you had to switch controller ports. I think I had to read that somewhere else. I think I did too, actually. Now that you mentioned, I remember it. that. That was really cool. Yeah, and the uh, the lead up to him was really awesome. How he was just slaughtering people, and and then you kind of follow up a little bit behind, and all those people are just massacred in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Good stuff. It's scary. He scared so, me. Yeah, Psycho Mantis. I was young enough to be scared. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. That was. I think I was in early high school when that game yeah. came out. Yep. Yeah. Great stuff. All right, Eric, number one. Number one for me, uh, I went off the beaten path here a little bit again. Uh, number one villain for me is Johnny McDoodle's Halo player. <laughs> um, I Not one of my prouder moments. We've talked about this. Johnny McDoodle's was the featured villain on the opposition uh-huh. uh, noob squad, we'll call them. Um, Winning squad. They did beat us, yes. Um, Johnny McDoodles, his role as a villain was more about the way that he goes about playing the game of Halo. Uh-huh. He did do some, some bragging about how good he did when he was camping in the back of the map behind a hill cloaked using a sniper rifle and he got like a bazillion headshots like anybody would doing that. But yeah, I just, uh, I didn't really feel like he was playing with any kind of integrity or manhood and uh, I haven't been that mad 
too many times playing against the different villains, so mm-hmm. I figured that Johnny McDoodles should be my Ta- number one villain. Takes the cake. He took the cake for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked that one. <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought of that, and I was like, perfect. <laughs> That, nice. Uh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> so that is Eric's number one villain. Excellent. Uh, Will, number one. My number one is Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan talked a lot about him a little bit before, but you know he's introduced as to be the hero of the Shinra Soldier Division, but ends up finding out on his expedition to, I think it was Nibelheim. Is the num- I <laughs> Nibelheim. I don't remember. Nibelheim. It's, it's been a while since I played it. Whatever the name of that town is, with Cloud, he did that little you know mission there, and he found out that Shinra just basically, you know, he was a biological experiment, and he found out about that, and he drove him mad, and he ends up killing everybody in the town and destroying it, and he does various other things, like killing Aerith and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, yeah. Which is... One of the more sadder moments in video games. It was one of the more shocking moments in in any video game. Because no one expected Aerith to get killed. Nope. The love interest of Cloud. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Sephiroth is, in my opinion, the best villain, I think. he's Kefka's pure evil, but Sephiroth has more, I don't want to say, like, story behind. I don't know. Yeah. More interesting to me. Yeah, because you don't really... You get a little bit into Sephiroth's past during the game, and I don't feel like you get any of Kefka's past in the game, really. No, other sure than, you do. Well, other than, I mean, it's been a long time since I've played it, but other than a few flashbacks of, you know, kind of his, oh no, maybe you do get a little bit of background story. I think Sephiroth yeah. is more of a complex character yeah, than, definitely. A, than Kefka was. Yeah, I disagree. Really? Yeah. Kefka is a Don't tragic a character, in my opinion. He's he's a failed experiment. Also, Sephiroth. Yeah. He he's uh he. I'm trying to think of how to how to phrase. I mean, he he went through the same program, he for was, lack of a better word, as Celis did, and Celis was the preferred outcome, and and Kefka was the the spoiled one, the yeah. one that. The, the bad, well, I don't even know. Ugly duckling? Kef- I can't use my words. Kefka was the first one to go through the Magitek. Infusion. S- yeah, infusion. Process. Yeah. I still never felt bad for him. No. I want to say there was a handful of times I felt bad for Sephiroth. Yeah, like when I first found out that he was just a biological spam. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. I never did that for Kefka, though. I was always like, you're a jerk. Yeah, I never. I never remember myself feeling bad for first for Kefka. Sephiroth killed one soft teenager. I know, but Eris is she was a beloved a kingdom in cold blood. <laughs> exactly. Corey brings why... up a, a good argument here. I know nothing about either of them and Well, are you saying Kefka destroyed a whole kingdom in cold blood? Is that what you said, Corey? He's more villainous. That's what I mean. That's why I never I never felt bad for him in any way. That's why I wanted to kill him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can see that. I mean, I I, I never felt I, I never felt bad for him, but at the at the same time, I, I can acknowledge the the, the tragic nature of, of his character, Kafka. And he's 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 just it's the Empire's fault he exists, right? Yeah. You know, the Empire created him. As evil and terrible as he is, you can still blame the Empire, right? Yeah, whereas Sephiroth is a little more self-made. 
Uh, no, he's made because of the uh, Shinra. Shinra. And what was the Shinra. other one? But he kind of got goes off on his own, right? After he goes nuts and kills everybody. Yeah. Well, I guess Kefka goes. Kefka. I guess I. Sh- what I'm saying is, I should replay both games. That's what I'm gonna have to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a really long time since I played Final Fantasy. I tried to play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, but you couldn't. But my, my PC issues. Yeah, I won't get back into that and well, re anger my blood. I beat Final Fantasy VII beginning of last year, so I played that more recently than six. Okay. So I don't know. I'll right. have to play them both. Sounds good. Uh, moving on from Final Fantasy, my number one is the Reapers from the mm. Mass Effect series. Um, once again, uh, I tried. I tried to go for just enemies that you want to take down, and I can't think of a game where I wanted to take down an enemy more than the Reapers. However, they did end up possibly tricking me at the end of the third game. <laughs> exactly. So. That makes me even more mad at them. <laughs> I didn't um, even think of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that makes me even more upset with the Reapers. But, yeah, the I mean, the whole game you're going through to destroy the Reapers, um, at the very end you're given a choice of different things you can do, and uh, they kind of throw you a curveball. And I panicked. Yep. <laughs> makes me doubt everything yeah I've learned. yeah yeah exactly um so definitely the reapers like i said throughout the whole game they're they're trying to ex- you find out that they're trying to exterminate the the all life uh you kind of you get a little bit of it in the first game obviously as the game progresses and then in the third one you're in outright battle with the reaper forces so mm-hmm. um yeah that, one of the things that makes Mass Effect 3 is such a good game is the direct conflict with the Reapers. You finally get to, you know, tr- take them down a little bit. I mean, that's a lot of fun, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely the Reapers for my number one villain. It's a good pick. I didn't think about putting the Reapers. Yeah, I, you could have put, like, specific Reapers, or some people had Saren on their list, or a lot of people had the Elusive Man. Yeah. Um, But I, I, I didn't dislike those, because, you know, the Reapers twisted those yeah it was the reapers so. that did that it wasn't the yeah it's a good point so i have a couple honorable honorable mentions you know yeah to say yeah something? go for it uh president john henry eden from fallout 3 saren from mass effect and pokey and uh guy i guess from earthbound mm. earthbound that's yeah. a game i have to replay yep okay anyone have any honorable mentions i don't but i just thought of some while he was talking uh everybody else on will Halo team oh okay <laughs> Honorable mentions. All right, there you go. Corey, honorable mentions? Nothing that... uh, I I had Ultros on my list as well. Uh He's kind of a funny guy. Yeah, he kind of pesters you throughout Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Pops up in different spots. In a cute kind of way. Yeah. (laughs) I love a good cute pestering. I didn't think of any honorable mentions, so I'm not going to go there. I also had Andros. I was kicking around the idea of Andros from Star Fox. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just because I killed him so many times in Star Fox for any or SNES, SNES. That's good stuff. Okay, that everything. Yeah. Let's go over our list real real quick once again. Uh, Corey, I had Dragon Lair Ornstein and Executor Exec, Executioner Smog. I don't, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I had Gary Oak, the Elusive Man, Glados, and Psychomantis. Okay, Eric. I had Ganondorf from Zelda, Joker from the Batman, uh, whoever I'm playing in FIFA at the time at three, uh, Bowser, and Johnny McDoodle's Halo player <laughs> uh-huh. at one. Okay. Well, uh, five is Gary, 
Four is the Elusive Man, three is Bormov, two is Kefka, and one is Sephiroth. Okay. Uh, five is Darth Malak from Knights of the Old Republic. Two or four is Handsome Jack from Borderlands. Two, three is Sephiroth from Final Fantasy Seven. Two is Kefka from Final Fantasy Three or Six. And my first one is the Reapers from Mass Effect. I put Mass Effect Three, but Mass Effect series. Um, so that'll round out our five favorite villains. Uh, the music you're gonna be hearing during the break is also from the band The Piggies. The song "Rock and Roll Tonight." So we'll be right back right after that. Well, come on, baby, let's rock. Well, come on, baby, let's roll. Well, come on, baby, let's rock and roll tonight. Well, come on, honey, wanna share, share, share. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 80 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now uh, in our feedback segment, starting with our Twitter feedback. Uh, one of us tweeted, I'm not sure who, no plans for a new Medal of Honor, according to EA. Good? Who tweeted that? Me. Corey. Nice work. Um, MNELS87 on Twitter said, probably a smart move, but sad to see the franchise end since it used to be so good. Now, were we talking about this before, or yeah. were we talking about during the episode? I think, no, we talked about it during an episode before. About well, the we old Medal I, of Honors. We oh, we talked about Eric had a little bit about it, right? Yep, mm, he maybe. did. Okay, um, yeah, like during E three, I I thought that the 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 videos from from Medal of Honor looked really good, but when it came out, it got you know middling reviews. Um, I I think we talked about it during Nibble Bits, obviously, but I think the modern day war shooter is kind of played out a little bit uh you know the market's overcrowded with your you know your call of duties your battlefields your uh army of two i I know that's a little different um spec ops the line i that's a little different too just the modern sniper elite yeah there's a lot of them although spec ops the line is i guess is supposed to be really good because of the story in it Mm -hmm. um i'll probably try that eventually same here but yeah um i don't know what about Medal of Honor Future Warfare? Like, Future Warfare. Not interested. No. I'd rather go back to World War II. World War II. Personally. Yeah, the older stuff um, intrigues me more. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because Black Ops 2 went kind of futuristic-ish. It wasn't that... Yeah. Cool. It, I, don't, I don't think it went future enough to be no, different. that's true. It was still 
felt modern. Right. Yeah. Modern. Well, what, is it Modern Warfare 5 that's coming out this year? Probably. Probably. Yeah, 4, actually. This is going to be the newest one. Modern Warfare 4. No. Yeah. I thought Modern. Oh, yeah. 4. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm probably going to buy it. Well, it'll be a launch title on the new Xbox. <laughs> Can't <laughs> Dang wait. It. Dang it. Well, I can tell you, with all honesty, that's going to be one I'm going to avoid. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. I mean, so I love the old Medal of Honor games, the World War II Medal of Honor games. Um, they were really good. Uh, I wish it would go back to that because the too many modern-day shooters. I agree. All right. Uh, so thanks for that, Michael. Uh, Facebook feedback. First is from Idaho Jake who says, Hey, guys, what are your plans for the Super Bowl? I'm having a Ravens party with the wings with – Wings meat and meatballs. We are having chicken breasts and lots of beer to eat and drink. I'm with Madden with the score Ravens 27, 49ers 24. What are your score predictions? You guys keep talking about honey whiskey and how good it is, but I've never had it. What three honey whiskeys would you refer to me? Uh, if next-gen consoles are trying to get rid of used games, they should make it where only gold members and plus members are able to do so. Thanks, guys, and go Ravens. So first, uh, Super Bowl plans. Anyone have any Super Bowl plans? My mom's having a party, so I'm going out to mom's house. She's having people over. And, nice. Yeah. What are you going to eat? I don't know. Pizza, Just wings, the, you know. The usual. Uh, her neighbor makes this really good sausage dip. It's got, like, Jimmy Dean crumbled sausage oh. with cream cheese oh. and, like, Rotel, which is, like, a pepper mix. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It's the best dip I've ever had. That sounds delightful. I'm sure there will be, like, this spinach bread dip and... Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably bring something. Maybe I was thinking about throwing together a pot of cocktail wieners and some barbecue sauce. Yeah. But, the good uh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know? uh-huh. Excellent. Will? I think he doesn't know this yet, but I think me and a couple other people are going up to Johnny McDoodles' house to okay. watch the Super Bowl. Because his, his house is fun to go to because we call it the fun house because there's a lot of stuff to do. Uh-huh. And his parents are fun to just hang out with. Okay. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Corey, Super Bowl plans? Uh, I don't really know yet. My boss is having a party, but he lives over the river and through the woods. Okay. So that was really the only Super Bowl party I was invited to. All right. I don't really want to do anything here. You should right. go to it. I'll probably just sit in here and play Guild Wars or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sick Super Bowl party, man. I like the sound of that. I am going to go with the Ravens, though. As much as I want the 49ers to win, my gut's telling me the Ravens. Why are you rooting for the Niners? Uh, just like the like the colors more than the Ravens colors. Fair enough. And I didn't like Joe Flacco until the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you always thought of him as a weenie until until recently. He's still a weenie. He's I, just a lot cooler than, than he was. Before. I know exactly what you're talking you know, about. I used to think he was a weenie, but looking at him yesterday, the guy looked pretty good. <laughs> okay. Uh, Do you want to get into what you're referring to? I don't need to get into it. If okay. you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Give the guy some – give him a fucking break. Well, yeah. Corey, I mean, Jesus, this is America. Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to say anything. No, you can't say anything. Do you, uh, do you hear what the 49ers cornerback said today? Yeah. That was pretty pretty shocking for him to say that too. Yeah. Uh, my plans for the Super Bowl, uh, I'm not going anywhere. My son goes to bed about 8, so we're going to stay home. Uh, I am having a cheat day though. So we're going to eat pizza, we're having taco dip, we're having homemade uh, soft pretzels, oh, man. which are delightful, and then I feel like there's something else that we're having. You should have buffalo wing dip. 
I thought about that, but the wife doesn't really like it that much. Oh. It's too spicy for her. I love it. Um, I know a guy that makes a very good one that's not spicy. Yeah. I, I try not to make it. I always make it with ranch, too, because mm-hmm. I prefer ranch to blue cheese. Mm-hmm. It's got more flavor. Yeah. A little I think, more I, zinc. Yeah, I think it cuts the the hotness of the Frank's Absolutely. Red Hot, too, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, uh, I feel like there's something else. There is something else that we were going to have, but I don't recall what it was. So I'll move on. Uh, predictions? 24-21 Ravens. 24-21 Ravens. 2017 Ravens. Corey, you said Ravens were going to win, right? Uh, yeah, they'll probably win one nothing. One nothing. Oof, that's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Just an extra point. Yeah. We're foregoing the touchdown. We'll kick only the extra point. Only the one pointer. Well, we can get th- easily, just as easily, get three points for a field goal. Yeah. That that would be that's, awesome. That's no, Dan. That'd be silly. That's confidence. I, I actually think it's going to be higher scoring. I know they have both have good defenses, um, but I think it's going to be a little higher scoring. <sighs> I bet you Kaepernick gets picked off at least twice. Do you think so? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Um, I don't care really care who wins, but I, because everyone else picked the Ravens, I'll I'll be the one to pick the, the one to pick the 49ers. Um, I'm gonna go. Dang it! I would love to see Art Jones pick him off and run it, stumbling <laughs> back. <laughs> He's a big boy, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. He's a big boy. Oh, we should say Art Jones. Yeah. Uh, defensive end for the Ravens. Played for a graduated about five minutes from where we live, so yeah. that's a, a reason to root for the Ravens. I yeah, didn't think definitely. about that. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, his brother Chandler, also obviously. I, 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 I played beer pong with him. Did once. you? Yeah. And John Jones, the light heavyweight champion of the UFC. They're not a very athletic family, but they're good people. Yeah. <laughs> not not athletic at all. No, they don't have a drop of athleticism in the group no. between the three of them. Uh, Two NFL players and a UFC champion. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy athletic sports, Some too. Some people get all the luck. I'm going to go 31-21 49ers. Oh. I don't know. Dan Ray Lewis and his deer extract or whatever he is. You uses. know, what a crock of shit. Who, Who the fuck yeah, cares? Exactly. It helps you heal faster. Like, whoa. What's the, yeah. So what? I don't know. I read that. I don't that. even want to get into it. I, I read that and got so mad. I was like, who cares? I know. They're just all. looking for a story Super Bowl week. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, it's just like they're giving Joe Flacco crap. Yeah. I, I think they should do the Super I mean, this is probably, people are disagree with this, but they should do the Super Bowl. They should not have a week off. I agree because it just gives the reporters so much time. To just... I agree with that. What you don't you don't want to watch the Pro Bowl the Sunday in between oh the my God. Oh God. conference Dan, championships? I just had it on in the background while I was playing computer games the other night, and it was just like the guys were walking around like yeah. laughing at each other. And like... yeah, I did watch it. There was a video on Deadspin of a fight in the stands during the during the <laughs> Pro Bowl. Way better than the football game. <laughs> Even the football players were watching on yeah. the field. They were watching the fight in the, the stands. The Dukes it was broke funny. out at the Pro Bowl in yeah. Hawaii because God knows if you're at the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, you things must get be heated. pissed off. Yeah, things get heated. <laughs> uh, they should play flag football. Now that is a good idea. More. Like backyard football. Yeah. Like yeah. Don't pretend like they're hitting. Yeah. That's a great idea. I don't know how my, that hasn't been thought of. My dad always wanted to see like a skills competition. Yeah. That it would be awesome. Or like a beach football game would be cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? Flag. The only good moment in the Pro Bowl is when Sean Taylor nailed that kicker. Oh, the Bills kicker, Brian Mormon. <laughs> was the Bills kicker? The, their best player for years, <laughs> Brian Mormon, the punter. 
I didn't know it was him. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he popped right back up, though. He probably was not expecting that at all. Of the Pro Bowl. he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like, what the, what the hell did well, I do Sean to you? Sean Taylor got his, didn't he? <laughs> Too soon? What happened? He, he got, got Yeah, he got oh, shot that's and right. killed or whatever. That's right. Yeah. He played for the Redskins? Mormon put a hit out on him, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. G- gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> Retribution for the Pro Bowl hit. Yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> that's terrible. Sorry, Sean Taylor. Yeah. All right, uh, Honey Whiskey. Uh, my opinion is that the Wild Turkey American Honey is the best mm-hmm. one. The only other one I would get is Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two I would go for. Yeah, the if you're if you're looking at three, the three I've had are the Wild Turkey one, American Honey, um, Evan Williams Honey Whiskey, and then Jack Daniels Honey Whiskey. The Evan Williams one is by far the sweetest. Oof. Um, the American Honey is in between the Jack Daniels and the American Honey, so that's a good, probably a good place to start. It's not mm-hmm. too expensive either. Um, and then if you want to spend 35 bucks on a little bottle of honey whiskey, get the Jack Daniels. That's my personal favorite. Um, but I really, I'm Jack Daniels fan. So, uh, but it's really expensive and I, even I can't justify buying a $35 bottle of honey whiskey. This team's in Super Bowl. That's true. If the Bills were in Super Bowl, I could justify it. That's, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think you should get real drunk. Get the Jack Daniels one. Yeah. Fuck it. It's, it's really good. It's only and, money. He'll make more. Yeah. Um, and like I said, that's my favorite honey whiskey. Um, I I prefer the uh, wild turkey. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. And the Jack Daniels is a little too stiff for me. Wimp. Uh, I, like, I like the smoothness of, of the... I'm with Corey. <laughs> of the uh, wild turkey. But it, it's also, you know, not as sweet as the... What's the other one? The Evan Williams is really yeah, sweet. Yeah, the Evan Williams one is it's just, it's too Ugh. much. It's way too. It's almost it's, it's syrup. It's almost like honey whiskey McGillicuddy's yeah, is how yeah. sweet it is. It's got like it's a mix of honey whiskey and like what's that syrup called? Honey or maple syrup? Yeah, but there's a brand I was looking for. It was going to be funny, but I Aunt, ruined it. Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima? Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah, don't get the Evan Williams, please. Okay. Uh, moving on. If next gen consoles are trying to get rid of used games, they should make it uh, to where only gold members and plus members are available to play. Must be play used games. Yeah. How do you guys feel or about that? They should that? just quit being dicks and let us play used games. Yeah. And my whole thing is not even buying. I don't buy. I haven't bought a used game in I don't know how long. Me either. It's you know if you want to try out a game or get a game from Redbox, you mm-hmm. sh- I think you should be able to do that. Um, unless they put a free demo for everything, but even a lot of times you don't get the full story from a demo on whether or not you want to buy a game. So I don't know. I, I don't like it if they're trying to control all that. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Once again, you know, I let people borrow my games all the time. Um, you know, if you don't want to spend sixty dollars on a new game and to find out if you like it, you shouldn't have to. Right. Yeah. So Corey, agreed. All right. Uh, and they says thanks, guys, and go Ravens. So, best of luck to you. Yeah, yeah. Hope um, they win. I, I'm actually hoping for kind of a defensive battle. I know offense. I love defensive yeah, football. I know. I know offense like is more exciting for a lot of people, but I like watching good defense mm-hmm. too. I always know um, it's good defense over yeah. solid offense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I, and you know, good Man, defense wins championships, and they both have you. good defenses. There are some great 
players on both of those defenses. Yes, there is. And the other reason I'm rooting for the Ravens is because Dante Whitner is a safety for the 49ers. Oh, former Buffalo He used Bill. to play for the Bills, and I hate him. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. And he's just riding the coattails of everybody else on that defense, so fuck him. Yeah. How do you feel? You Do you like uh, Patrick Willis and Navarro yeah. Bowman? Yeah. Patrick Willis was going to get picked by the Bills, but the 49ers took him a pick ahead of them. Ah. Uh, yeah. That sucks. So. I really was hoping they were going to get him. Okay. It's okay I love Patrick Willis. He's uh-huh. good. He is good. He's yeah. real good. And Justin Smith, I love too. Yeah. Good white, wholesome, high <laughs> big, motor guy. Big white, white dude. Yeah. He he also doesn't seem as uh, like cocky as JJ Watt. Yeah, JJ Watt is cocky. I think that's because he's so young too. Yeah. It would. It doesn't bother me, but I can see where that would annoy, annoy you. you. Yeah. Favorite white defensive player, Jared Allen. Vikings, yes. raging alcoholic, he's super a, good at football. He's a nut. He's a nut. He's also number sixty nine, which I awesome always, mullet. I always giggle at too. Awesome mullet and Fu Manchu. Yeah, what a guy. He's got everything you look for in a guy. He nut- is a football player, isn't he? Just a football player. Yes, he is. I feel like you kind of have to be nutty to be a white guy and play defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think offensive white offensive linemen are fine. Yeah. White quarterbacks can be nutty or not. You That's have a to good be. Point. You, have, you have to be a little off your kilter to be a white dude playing defense. There aren't a lot of good ones. No. On defense, Clay Matthews, he's a little nutty. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that hair. They all got something going on. Yep. JJ Watt's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Who else can we think of? Uh, Howie Long. You remember him? Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Is Chris Long? Or now? not Howie Long? I'm thinking of the other guy that played for the Raiders, Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Yeah. He's. Like the craziest guy I'd ever played. Yeah. I mean. I agree. But yeah, I was looking at the, it was Refrigerator Prairie, and he was just this big, fat, fat player, and like now they're just all built the Refrigerator Perry. Yeah, he's just this fat guy who was bigger <laughs> than everybody else, and now you look at the players, they're all just yeah. jacked out of they're their mind. They're all as big as him, except it's all muscle. Yeah. Even the fat guys, though, like, run in, in, insanely fast. Warren like, Sapp, ah. man, he was like 300 pounds, but he was a fast motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy yep. how how well the, I think football players are freak athletes, oh, yeah. freaks of yeah. nature. They can run uh, like four. Well, that's because they spray deer antler on themselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you don't even realize like how big. Like I remember going to Giants training camp and seeing Brandon Jacobs, a running back, at six four two sixty in person. Massive, disgusting. Biggest, most physically intimidating player I ever saw live was Julius Peppers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, easily. Holy he's shit, man! Six five, six six, right? Yeah, around there. He's really probably two eighty. Yeah, cut. Yeah, just cut right up. Yep, <laughs> could kill you at any moment. Yeah. I uh, moving on. Uh, Ryan on Facebook says uh, this is a response to my my FTL um, game card. He says this game is amazing, and I'm not normally into this type of experience. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk some FTL we'll, t- we'll talk some FTL during uh, what we played. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I didn't have anything bad to say about it other than, you know, if you're not into, like, difficult games, like, if you're a social gamer, you might not like the difficulty of it because it is very, very hard. Um, that's the only thing I could think of. I did not dislike anything about that game. Well, have you played Fast Run Light? Uh, I did, like, the tutorial after that. I haven't really played it. I want to really bad. It's great. I've just been having to play other things because I'm getting behind. Yeah, I hear you. All right, uh, moving on. This is an email, uh, which we actually got a little, like, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Two, I think. Two weeks ago. And uh, we, we fired the person who didn't 
it was Tyler. It we, was Tyler. We fired the person who didn't didn't put this in our feedback folder. So, uh, but here goes. Hello again, fellas. Just wanted to drop you a line and maybe spark a little conversation about a topic. I just recently got done with your most recent episode and love the discussion of the new breakout hardware. But Dan referenced several things. I think maybe you all maybe you all and the listeners should check out uh you talked about the valve piston steam box and not to take away from your podcast but the nerdist podcast just had a two-part episode that featured chris hardwick sitting down with gabe newell the head of valve in one half of the podcast there are some interesting details and references about references about the new hardware but more specifically their games too past and future uh but really the meatiest parts of the podcast are about the company as a whole and the general business model and the success they have had with being a non-traditional corporate structure. I think Val Dan referenced Valve being the perfect non-traditional money whore type company on your guys' previous previous episode. Just wanted to hip all of you to it since it was something that should have uh have all of us interested in, uh, but warned in its somewhat length and conversation. But Dan, as Dan and Will have said in the past about Chris Hardwick and the Nerds podcast is very well done and he keeps the conversation flowing very well. Hope you all check it out and have some insight or opinions about it. Also big props for a nice call and picking and predicting uh, Ravens versus 49ers. I also wanted the Ravens to stomp the Pats, but felt really iffy about taking them over the Pats at home. It's hard but to do. Maybe mm-hmm. Tom Brady is finally starting to decline since he looked like trash in the second half. He really did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which put a long-lasting smile on my face, and I'm assuming Eric's as well. Also, maybe you guys can have a roundtable discussion about Shannon Sharp's comments and and just ripping Bill Belichick on <laughs> national television. So awesome. Well, look forward to not watching the Pearl Bowl and hearing weeks of Ray Lewis being epic and uh, not being a murderer. Sorry I'm a, <laughs> sorry to the Ravens fan, but I'm over Ray Ray. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I, it would be pretty cool to watch him go out as a winner. Uh, but I can't wait for the Har Bowl, and I think it's going to – I think it is a big toss-up, and it might come down to Flacco finally proving he is elite so I, and can handle all the hype. Uh, so I guess I am taking the Ravens despite liking the 49ers and Steve Young when I was little. Uh, well, thanks for the time and look forward to hearing hearing the feedback. Ryan in Iowa. Actually, when I was little, I was also a 49ers fan. Yes, you are. Um, my dad was a Giants fan, and I guess I just didn't want to root for who he was rooting for. So I remember they played the 49ers in a game I was watching on TV, and I was... I actually have a Christmas ornament from when I was little. My mom bought me a 49ers ornament. Mm-hmm. And then she took me to a Bills game, and I've been a Bills fan ever since. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what the hell did he say? I wanted to comment. You probably won't ever get to a 49ers game in San Fran. I don't care, too. Um, Ray Lewis killing somebody? Maybe. I don't remember. Something there. I had something to say. I can't remember what it was. Was it about football or was it about Valve and Steam? No, it was about football. Oh, okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, getting into the Gabe Newell Nerdist podcast. I will listen to that for next week. I will too. Um, I actually am going to be cleaning the basement this weekend. So uh, I'll have it playing on down here while I'm while I'm working. I'm at, you know, I'll throw my earbuds in or whatever. Um, so I will listen to that and, and report on it uh, next week like Corey did. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I did mention that, uh, I really was intrigued by Valve's corporate structure, them not having the, uh, gigantic amount of waste, um, 
that a lot of the other companies have. I, I'd be interested to see hear Gabe Newell's thoughts on you know uh, he th- apparently thinks like Corey said at, at the beginning that uh, um, you know like game companies like EA are probably going down in Activision because of their big uh, their big bloated corporate, companies. Yeah, so they just can't keep up. Well, exactly, and uh, you know someone like Valve doesn't have the massive fat budgets i guess you know right yeah well a lot of what uh game newell talked about was how much they rely on the community to for everything really and a lot of these bigger corporations don't do that because there's so many people that have to sign off on everything oh i see what you're saying so like in response to criticisms of your game um a smaller company is more able to respond and adapt and correct things is that we're saying yeah yeah exactly and there's just less bureaucracy well i think part of it too and you know i obviously we don't know the answer to this but do you think a lot of it is a lot of the higher ups in these companies aren't necessarily gamers they're just business people and maybe lack the insight into the industry to know to make good decisions for their company yeah absolutely which that's that's always what you know too bad um yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna be listening to it. Uh, I'll be I'll be interested to hear what Gabe Newell has to say. Like you said, uh, Chris Hardwick always does a nice job with his interviews, keeping the conversation flowing and whatnot. So that's that's gonna be good. Um, so thanks for that, Ryan and I. Well, I read his email. I know what I want to talk about. Okay. Did you guys see what Shannon Sharp said about Bill Belichick? No. I heard he went off on him, but he, I didn't know he like. You know how whenever they lose, he like refuses to speak to the media, yeah. which they're required to do, right? He just, like, ripped him apart saying what a poor sport he was and stuff like that. And he's right, but I feel like I know where Bill's coming from. Yeah. Personally. I'd probably be the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always the attention on the Patriots because they're perennial winners. Right. Um, Whether you like them or not, they're always there in the Super Bowl or around the Super Bowl. They don't lose much either. Right, exactly. Um, So, I mean, I kind of see where he's... That being said, he's a prick. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a total prick move. It <laughs> is, much, Corey, but I, paid? I don't care how much he gets paid, but I can see where he's coming from. It's in his contract. He signs a contract I, saying still that. In the heat of the moment, he, you're not thinking about that. You, you, it doesn't matter at that point. That's the last thing he cares about. It's a job. So what? What, are they going to fire him? No. That's true. He's not going to get fired. He's going to get fined and pay the fine and not give a shit. And that's <laughs> he's going to... He's going to shrug and don on his uh, cut-off sleeve New England Patriots hooded sweatshirt. (laughs) And that's fine. That's the decision he wants to make. But it's that, like, elitist, almost entitled attitude that pisses people off, like Shannon Sharp. Well, sure. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I can relate. Word. Whatever. Yeah. Once again, I want to bring up the fact. I I liked seeing Brady get crushed, too. Um you know, as a Giants fan, I don't want to bring this up again, but I'm going to. Uh, I should have picked against Brady because I've saw I've watched him lose in two different Super Bowls. So yeah, he's beatable. He's beatable. <laughs> it's hard to beat, but he's beatable. Right. Even in the playoffs. I mean, Jesus, Eli Manning did it for God's sake. <laughs> I would say more it's the Giants' defense that did it, but Giants he's uh, and David he's Tyree. When the, when, he's beatable when the Patriots don't have uh, inside information. 
That's a spy uh, game. Come on. They have to win a Super Bowl soon before that becomes a legacy. You know? I disagree. How long ago was that? Uh, I know they haven't won a Super Bowl since then. Yeah. I think. But I don't think it's as big a factor as it's not. everyone makes it out to be. But anyway, let's move on to roundtable. Um, who wants to go first? I can go first. All right, mine, well. mine isn't huge. Um, Kotire did an article, and they've done articles like these in the past, and it's like the best of a series. Like they did Halo and Grand Theft Auto and Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Uh, for this one, they did the Pokemon games. And oh. since I did Gary Oak as one of my villains, I wanted to go and say Kotaku's, you know, what they ranked their Pokemon series, the best games in the series. So for winning was actually, I'll go from last up up to uh, number one. Up to number one. Yeah. Okay, so getting number five was Generation 5, and that's Pokemon Black and White and Black 2 and White 2. Um, Number four was Generation 4, which that was Diamond, Platinum, Pearl, um, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver. Uh, Generation 3 was going in at 3, which is Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Leaf Green, and Fire Red. Um, 2 was Pokemon Generation 1, and that's Red, Blue, and Yellow. Mm -hmm. And winning was, which I agree with, Pokemon Generation 2, Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Mm -hmm. Now I know you guys all really liked the original ones. Yeah, Red and Blue. Red and Blue. Do you think that Gold, Silver... I don't know. I, I don't have any experience. I don't know what the Pokemon are like from it. Um, but to me, like Pokemon will always be the original one hundred and fifty one. Yeah. Um, only because that's that's what I played. I haven't played any of the newer Pokemon games. Even um, the like Nintendo sixty four Pokemon games had the original one hundred and fifty one Pokemon. The cartoon that I watched had the original Pokemon. So I won't. I don't know anything about the newer ones. So to me, it'll always be about the, the originals. The originals. So you, okay. get, you guys are all the red and blue. Yeah, yeah, but we're we're old school Pokemon players. Yeah, yeah. How sweet is Pokemon Stadium, by the way? I haven't played it yet. You haven't? No. Do that. I will. I will. For next it's week. A great game. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I agreed with the Kotaku article. I playing. I didn't. I played Gold and Silver, but playing the remakes, uh, Soul Silver and Heart Gold. I think Generation 2 is my favorite. Okay. Yeah, you have more experience with that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've only played the first generation. And something about the legendary dogs I really like, the Entei, Suicune, and Raikou I really I like. I remember that. Why do I know that? You probably played a little bit. I remember playing Cory's game on it a little bit because he had Entei. Okay. I don't know. It might have been yours. That but... sounds familiar. Yeah, but we'll check it out. Geodude. <laughs> <laughs> Geodude. Geodude. Graveler and Golem. There's yeah. a, f- a handful of worthless Pokemon, too, like the Magikarp. <laughs> Magikarp. <laughs> Who evolves into one of the better Pokemon, yeah, randomly. G- was it Gyarados? Gyr- Gyarados? Gyarados. Okay. I'm G- surprised I remember that. Jigglypuff? Jigglypuff. <laughs> Jigglypuff. What are some other worthless War Pokemon? Wartortle was always one of my favorites. Wartortle. Snorlax. Snorlax, Snorlax yeah. yeah. I think uh, my favorite Pokemon, though, is Arcanine, who was in the oh, original yeah. 151. Yep. Something about him is just awesome. I'm going to pull up a picture. To re- refresh your memory? Yep. I don't remember. He was the... Uh, I know what he looks like in my head. I can't explain it, though. He's like the fire... He's a fire dog. Oh, yeah. he's, okay. He, you know, Wasn't there a lightning one, too? Uh, of the, uh, that's uh, that's not... That's the Eevee evolution. This okay. is... Uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, I remember that. His original Growlithe was that cute little puppy. It almost looks, looks like a fox. Yeah. yeah. That's a fire Firefox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Those, that was my or, or Corey, round table. Pokemon? What, what about them? Which, which generation do you like the best? I only played blue and red. Oh, you didn't play any of the newer ones? Uh, I might have had the, the one right after, but I didn't, like, Gold. play a lot of it. Okay. I did play a gold, and one of you two had a save file that I played a little bit of, it, which it made me might have been me, one. because I do remember a little bit about the those legendary dogs you were talking about. Corey, I might have played it. Corey, does Entei ring a bell to you? No. So it might have been you then. What was it, Eevee? Uh, Entei, Raikou, Suicune were the three legendary dogs. Raikou. What's what's Eevee from? Eevee's from Pokemon. Oh. Eevee had two new evolutions, too, Espeon and Umbreon. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm bat- I'm confused. I don't know. I know my Pokemon. We yeah, still, you, we still you gotta... Go ahead, go ahead, Corey. No, go ahead. We still talk Pokemon in school a Do lot, you? yeah. Well, comes up. It's good stuff. Me Can't and, go wrong with Pokemon. Me and my one friend, Tim, talk about how we used to ditch our friends to play Pokemon in my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> and battle nice. each other. Nice. What were we going to say, Corey? I was going to say you got to consult the Bulbapedia. Oh, I, that's right. I should use that. That's the it has all the Pokemon, right? Yeah, it's like the encyclopedia of all, Pokemon. All the Pokemans. Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? Oh, Bul- there it is, Bulbapedia. There you go. How's it looking? Let's see here. What do we got? The Bulba Garden. <laughs> uh, oh man, Ooh, look at go. all this. Will that's a lot of stuff. Where's the Pokemons? Right there. Where? Pokedex. Where? So go down. Where did I see Pokedex? You didn't see fucking Pokedex. <laughs> Try elsewhere. All right. Maybe. All right, let's move on. Okay. I'll look some All right, Corey, what do you got for us? I just wanted to briefly discuss the four in February thing that's kind of making the internet rounds. Yeah. I forget what, I don't know where it originated, but it's just a, a group of guys and gals and and whoever wants to really pledge to beat four games in February, mm-hmm. a lot of people have what they call the piles of shame, the games that they have in their stash that they just haven't gotten around to beating or yeah. playing a, a lot of. Um, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to partake. Okay. And I think two games, I'm going to have you guys help me pick the other two, but two Ooh. I definitely want to beat are Nino Kuni, uh, which I've kind of put aside really, to be honest, already, and uh, XCOM. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. From last year. But the other two are up in the air. I just wanted to know if you guys had any suggestions or if anybody else would like to participate with me. I'm going to participate. I'm going to try and participate, I'm going to do it, too. And Borderlands, too, Corey. We can kind of track it. Ooh, Borderlands, too. Yeah. All Borderlands, right. too, for you, Corey. All right. I, I need think another one. That's going to be mine, that, too. That's a long one, though. She's You're looking at 30, <laughs> probably 30 hours if you want to hurry through it. Ugh, Nino Cooney's pretty long. <laughs> I, Don't pick too many long games. I know one for me is going to be Far Cry Three. Uh huh. Um, FIFA? No, <laughs> I can't. I can't master it. Um, well, what if you win the tournament on the Division One? I got. I got relegated. Oh, Division Two. Yeah, but I'm. I've started off strong in Division Two to get back up. Okay. Um, jeez, I just got. I've got The Witcher sitting there. The Witcher Two. That's a long one. Is it? Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, maybe Alan Wake. That's been sitting there staring at me. I'll do mm-hmm. Alan Wake with you. All right. 
What else do I have? Got the two Bioshocks sitting there. First two Bioshocks. Bioshock 1 is 10, 12 hours. Oh, I could do that. I could do that in It's a really day. good, too. All right. Bioshock, Alan Wake, Far Cry 3, and I don't know what the other one will be. Final Fantasy 6. Nope. <laughs> That's a long one. I put yeah. 20 hours in New Vegas in two days, so I think you can do this. You'll be able to do How long Vegas. is Metal Gear Solid 4, Corey? Do you know? Uh, it's not It's not terribly long. I don't remember, to be honest. Just go to yeah. howlongtobeat.com. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that one. Or I could be Uncharted. I've got that started. Or Heavy Rain. Do you still have that? Oh, that's the one. Heavy Rain will yeah. be my other one. Yeah. Good call. Okay. Will? I'll do Borderlands 2, Alan Wake, um, Sleeping Dogs, and... Eric's got another one. Uh oh. Um, so hmm. we should keep track of all these games I'm too. Write mine down um, yeah. Right now. Okay. You only you only have t- not a leap year, right? No. Nope. Twenty eight days. To beat, I'm starting to beat, Friday to beat four games. Okay. Uh, so what were you? It's, do- one, it's one a weekend. All right. I, I already I'm, forgot two of the games. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm writing these down actually, and I'm going to check them off this list as we beat the games. What the hell were the other ones? Alan Wake. I got Far Cry 3, Alan Wake. Heavy Rain. Bioshock. Far Cry 3, Bioshock, Alan Wake. What was your other one, Eric? Heavy Rain. Alan Wake. Yeah, Heavy Rain. Um, Dan, I'm going to switch um, Sleeping Dogs for Bioshock. I already put Bioshock. Hmm? You're good. No, no, no. These oh, you want to put you want to take out Bioshock right. and put in Sleeping Dogs? Just because I've already got it started. Okay. Um, I need one more. Sleeping Dogs. What were yours, Will? Uh, I have Borderlands Two, Alan Wake, Sleeping Dogs, and I need one more. Alan Wake, uh, Sleeping Dogs. I've got Corey XCOM. XCOM, Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2, and you're still looking for a last one? Still looking for a last one, guys. Okay. Something fun. Something easy, because I've got three pretty long ones. Something yeah. fun and easy? Mark of the Ninja. Nah, I don't want to beat that. I've gotten all, all I can get out of that. Um, I'm going with Super Meat Boy. Oh, oh. You know what somebody should play, if you guys haven't, is one of you should beat Batman. Uh, I don't Arkham have City. Did I let you borrow that, Will? You let me borrow Asylum, I think. Dude, well, you're doing one. Super Meat Boy? Huh? You're doing Is Super Meat Boy? Yeah. You're crazy. Why? That's hard. So? I'll beat right. it. Um, I, I got Super Meat Boy to the moon. Yes. Which is, which is short, but I've said I'm going to beat it for a while now, so that's going to be one. I should, I, I should do an older game, too. Uh... I feel like there's something I keep asking you guys to play. I think you're right. But I can't remember what it is. As long as I don't have to buy it. <laughs> is it something on Steam? I don't know. I'm trying to think of my Steam list right now and what's on it. Uh, oh, man. So uh, Eric said Corey needs one more game. Will needs one more game. I have Bioshock or um, Batman Arkham Asylum. You haven't beaten Bioshock? The first one I haven't. What? I know. Why don't you Blast play me. that? I'll bring it for you. Okay. Deal. Bioshock. 
That's a good one too. It's not very long and it's excellent. That's that's what I've heard. How long I was... is Assassin's Creed Three? I don't know. Too long, Corey. Yeah, I don't want to have to do <laughs> too that. Too long. <laughs> yeah, make it a short game. Do you have Bastion, um, Corey? No, you I know was, what? I was I gonna can, suggest I can, that. I can do Bastion. That's relative. It's not too long. Maybe eight hours. Yeah, do Bastion. All right, I'll do Bastion. Okay, Bastion, it is. Uh, all right, I should. I got Super Meat Boy to the moon. I should do a big, maybe Saints Row. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, definitely. Saints, You'll love that. Saints Row the third. So I need one more game. I should make it an older game because these are all new games. This is fun. Chrono Trigger. You've never beat Chrono no. Trigger. No. Fantasy tactics. Yeah, tactics, Dan. Dan, you have not beat it yet. I have not beaten it yet. What an achievement that would be. All right, I'm going to do it. Dan, Final Fantasy Tactics. Dan, even if you finish three games and Tactics was one of them, you win. Okay. We, 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 have, a, we have an early prediction in the chat. What's that? Uh, Eric won't multi, beat one. A multi-directional one. You know Eric is not going to beat any of these. Hey, <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you know what? That's what I need. You need to, to kick in the ass? Of them, yes. <laughs> no, I need a challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I always say. I, I would be more successful in life if my parents weren't so supportive growing up. <laughs> <laughs> that's You know, that's going to start being my excuse, too. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> it's my mom's fault. Dad's going to hear that and just love that comment, Corey. <laughs> they were too supportive. Yeah. They needed to tell me I suck more often. We've got an early prediction. <laughs> I like it. Uh, okay, right. so we can't start until Friday. Friday. Huh? Um, well, I mean, some of these games have already been started by some of us, so yeah. just as long as you don't advance them until at least Friday. Okay. That'll be the rules. As, okay, yeah. Um, my, I'm starting from scratch on all my games, which is fine. Well, you're looking at about 10 hours for Alan Wake if you do just the main story. Main story and extras is about 13 hours. It's not bad at all. Are you going to do Metal Gear, Eric? Who? No. Are you doing Metal Gear? No. Eric's got Far Cry 3, Sleeping Dogs, Alan Wake, and Heavy Rain. All right. Dan, shoot me over this list, and I'll make, like, an infographic, and we can... And okay. we should all traffic, traffic commit to making review cards for these games. Okay. I'm cool with that, too. If we beat them. Um. All right. Will's got Borderlands <laughs> 2. Or do you want me to type them up and send them to you? Yeah. Please. Okay, yeah, because I wrote them down, so I'll just I'll just type them and send them to you after while I'm uh, uploading the episode. I'll do that. Do you want me to text you every day, Eric, saying you're not going to do it? No, I don't. Will we should all give Eric a hard time? <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Eric! Your goal is to be one of these. I was <laughs> I was this close to starting another game today, and I put Far Cry back in. There you go. Wow. I was so proud of myself. I was like, no, just let's, come on. Let's get through this. Okay. Proud of you. So if any listeners um, have four games that they want to be, yeah. let us know, and we'll read them on air and, and keep track of your progress, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a fun challenge for the short month of February. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that everything for that, Corey? Yeah. All right, Eric, what do you want to talk about? Just a couple of quick things. I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like we talk about stuff like this every week. Mostly my fault, but um, I saw this on GameSpot.com. There's a scene from the new Splinter Cell 
it's a torture scene supposedly that they are removing from the game um, because of some of the feedback they're getting from it. They're saying that it's because it doesn't really fit into the game, but I don't buy that for a second. Yeah. Um, I guess the player controls you. You insert. There's actually a screenshot of it on the uh, the thing that I tweeted for it. But um, the player controls it, and you stick a knife in the the captive's clavicle, uh-huh. and you can rotate the stick, which rotates the knife, and you try to get him to tell you information. And at at the end of it, you can let him live or kill him. Uh-huh. And they're taking it out because it's getting like a bunch of negative feedback. I guess it's in the demo uh-huh. or was in the demo. I don't huh? know if it still is. Um. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, what is the point of yeah. taking it out? What? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I think we're all in the same boat here. Yeah. I don't like censorship at all. Um, even pressured into changing something like that. Yeah. Um, because it's violent. Well, uh, they're trying to tell a story, you know, violence yeah. is, or uh, torture is, is something that happens in yeah. real life. And if that was part of their story, then that's part of their story. And I don't think they should have to change it. I probably wouldn't like playing that scene or or tor- doing the torture, even if it's on a virtual character. But that's my own personal preference. As long as there's um, no sound of like nastiness, uh, yeah, squishiness. Yeah, I'd be all right. Yeah, but I don't want him to take it out of the game. Right. Yeah. You know? No, it's absolutely. Um. So there was that. Then on Kotaku, I see this. Uh, some U.S. senator. Oh. Did you see that? Yeah. Said he actually said video games are a bigger problem than guns. Uh, I just, at this point, it's just getting so silly. What, yeah, what, 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 how do you respond to that? You don't, you don't respond to that. You just laugh and move on. What a jackass. Yeah, absolutely. This person is in a position of power in our country and was elected there by us. Tennessee, he's from. Yeah, well, one of the, one of the comments in the, in the thing said, uh, or one, yeah, one of the commenters said something like, along the lines of, you know, politicians are, ignorant people you know yeah. he, he doesn't he doesn't know he's just i think he's probably trying to get himself attention yeah um because you know, know you know that video games is a hot topic uh <laughs> you know you know you know media is gonna yeah there's some of the comments in there are really good here's a good one from shadow flare eight <laughs> we need to start arming our troops with video games because these they seem to be more effective weapon just make a whole bunch of them and just start flinging those some bitches everywhere. No contest. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What What do you think, Corey? Yeah, that's. I agree. That's some BS. Well, well what about the? Uh, well, obviously the the senator thing, but what about the 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 torture scene in the video game? Um, I, I don't know. I, if 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 it meant that much to the game, I'm sure they would have left it in. Right. But it's probably one of those things that's like, you know, do we leave it in and fend off the haters or do we just take it out and not have to worry about it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and because I'm sure they weighed weighed, prob- weighed the odds of Probably no one is going to not buy the game because they took it out, but you might have gotten some people that didn't play the game because they left it in. Yeah. Do you think that factored into their decision? That's probably sure. it, exactly. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that that's what it's become. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have put that in the demo. No, that probably wasn't their smartest move. But you know what? They did it, and they should be allowed to do that. And yeah. they shouldn't get shit for it. Yeah. I, like I said, it's not something I would find pleasant to play, but 
at the same time, um, but that you're was smart that was enough to just say, well, I just won't play it. Well, yeah, not only that, but that that's, I mean, probably the goal was for that scene to be unpleasant. Right. You know, maybe they were trying to trying to get a point across about how bad torture is. You know, yeah. how well, gross it is. Video games uh, are unique, and and they're unique in the same way that movies are. Is that they're really the only maybe I'm hearing an echo. I can't freaking talk. Hello. Hello. Forget I can't. I can't. Okay. Just move on. All right, moving on. Anything else, Eric? No, sir. Okay. Uh what I wanted to talk about, not totally video, video game related, but um we've kind of been keeping track of this story at least at least on our Twitter. Um JJ Abrams is apparently going to be directing the next Star Wars movie. Um, I mostly wanted to get Corey's opinion, but everyone else's opinion too, um, on on how you feel about J.J. Abrams doing Star Wars, even though he is the director of the Star Trek movies. Um, what other things has he done that I might have seen? Lost. Okay. He was, he was big in Lost, right? Lost was good for a few seasons, and it was terrible because they never went anywhere with it. Right. They lost their dr- That's uh, <laughs> they, they that's, lost. Uh, that's how they, Heroes was, yeah. too. Oh, did he? Was he that? No, but okay. that's that's exactly what happened. To that. Did he do Cloverfield? Was that J.J. Abrams, Corey? I don't know. Okay, I think I feel like he was at least involved in Cloverfield. That was okay. Yeah. Um, Corey, as a movie person, how do you feel about J.J. Uh, Abrams directing the next Star Wars movie? I think it's great. Yeah, I do too. Um, he did a great job with Star Trek. So, I have faith that he will treat Star Wars with the same same respect, respect and fun because yeah. the new Star Trek movie was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I actually wanted to see that, and I hate Star Trek. It's really good. I'm not a Star Trek fan either, but I really did like it. Um, the 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 movie. Uh, there's one coming out this year too, at some yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, I think Disney definitely made the right move in in at least getting. Because I think most of most people have a positive reaction to J.J. Abrams directing Star Wars, so um, you know, at least the haters of the the recent movies are going to be like, "Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. I, I'm going to pay attention and not not shit on it before I even hear anything about it." You know. Uh, along those lines, I think Disney also made another good movie uh, move with Star Wars, and they abandoned the 3D re-releases of the Star Wars movies because the Phantom Menace did so terribly as a 3D re-release that they really? decided not to do it anymore, which I'm very glad for. Yeah, good. Um, I hate the 3D craze. It's stupid. And I don't even feel like it's a craze. I feel like it's been forced upon us uh, whether we like it or not. So I'm, I'm glad they decided to not bastardize Star Wars anymore by putting more 3D movies out. So... I agree with that, Dave. I totally agree. Yeah. I haven't seen a 3D movie, and I won't see one. Yeah. I saw Avatar in 3D, um, but that was it. I, I wasn't wowed by... I, I mean, Avatar wasn't a very good movie, but I I wasn't totally wowed by the 3D experience. As everybody else was? I don't know that everyone... Well, I'm sure some people were, but it was not a good movie, so... I thought it was terrible. It wasn't terrible. It just was not good well it's more about the visuals right yeah in the movie yeah well i mean as much as i like james cameron he kind of built it up to be the greatest thing ever and it was kind of a, cli- a poop for you well it was kind of a cliched plot and mm-hmm. all that 
fun stuff. It was uh, oh, it was Dances with the Wolves in Space is is how people described it. So <clears throat> yeah, that's all I had to talk about. Corey, any more input? Three no, not today. Three D Star Wars movies. Yeah, I think we're better off yep. not having those. Yeah, they were bastardized. All right, uh, I think that's it for roundtable. I didn't skip anybody, did I? Nope. You skipped me. Did no, I? Didn't. No. Well, oh, you did Pokemon. I always go first, so you don't forget me. Well, I I, I choose who I want to go first. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> not not for that segment. You jumped in. All right. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Don't let it happen again. Okay. The music you're going to be hearing during the break, I need to call up on my phone. So it'll be just a second. I usually have this ready to go, but oh, no, no, I don't. Who am I kidding? Once I get my tablet, I'll be able to read it on my hey, tablet and not on my phone. Oh, I pl- I've planned out everything I'm going to do with it. It's going to be it's going to be a special relationship, me and my tablet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the song you're going to be hearing during this break is also by the band The Piggies. The song is named She Ran Away. So we'll be right back right after that. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of episode 80 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment. So um, I'm really excited to hear what Eric thought about FTL, so I'm going to appoint Eric to go first. Okay. You don't have to start with FTL, but I do want to hear your, your take All first. Right, yeah, I'll, I won't start with FTL then. Um, hang on a second. Pull up my stuff here. Can't even remember what I played. Well, okay. you played FIFA. Yeah, I don't think there's anything I really want to mention of FIFA. I already said I got knocked really? back a division. Mm-hmm. Um, our pro club team was in Division 1. We are now in Division 4. Oh. Mm. We just cannot get our shit together. Losing streak. So, I don't know what's going on there. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'll start with uh, Super Hexagon, iOS game. Uh-huh. Um, I think... Corey, have you talked about that on here before? Last week. Yeah. Last week. Okay, that's probably where I heard about them. Um, and I just I saw a thing on Kotaku for it, so I downloaded it, and I really, really like it. Um, it's super hard, probably one of the hardest games I've ever played, but it's great because you can just keep retrying it, and it's mm-hmm. just like so seamless to just start a new game, and boy, when you finally get to your goal, is it nice. Uh-huh. Um, you just 
Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it because Corey talked about it last week, but um, I would highly recommend it. Will, will you say it was three bucks when you bought it today? Yeah. I don't think it was three bucks when I got it, but apparently it's three bucks. Uh, it's worth it to me. I mean, what's three bucks? What do you get a coffee instead? Yeah. Um, totally worth it. Highly recommended. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about Far Cry 3. I played some more of that today. Um, I thought this mission I did was pretty cool. Um, you have to go to this guy's uh, marijuana growing fields and burn them all down. Oh, yeah, with dubstep playing in the background? Yeah, it's Skrillex. Yeah. Yeah, Skrillex is uh, part of the soundtrack. Nice. Um, But I thought one of the cooler things that happens is if you walk near the pot fields that you're burning, your guy gets high. And you, like, try to aim down the site, and your gun's, like, wobbling all over the place, and you start seeing double. So it was really cool, and it was That's a funny. bitch, because you can't aim, and you can't hit anybody. So and Plus you're getting attacked by people. Yeah, and people are attacking you. Um, you get armed with a flamethrower. So, but I, I didn't use the flamethrower too much, because you can't really get down there. I couldn't pick anybody off, because I couldn't aim. Um, so I was trying to shoot... Uh, the barrels that are near the fields to detonate those have them explode and like i'm just kind of like wildly firing because <laughs> i have a, a silencer on my gun so they okay. can't you know they didn't know where you were yeah but i'm just like wildly firing and every now and again i would clip one and just make a huge explosion but uh it was a really cool mission you had to to burn five fields down and uh, i got to burn a few guys with my flamethrower nice. and they had a dog with them i burned the dog <laughs> so and here i am just wanting to kill everybody uh-huh see that Murder. Yeah, murder. Um, I see the glimmer in your eyes. Yeah. Really awesome game. I really like it a lot, like I, like I said before. Mm-hmm. More about the extra stuff than the main story. Um, Skulls of the Shogun was an impulse buy for me today because I saw it on Kotaku. They get me every goddamn time they put a thing up. Yeah. Um, it's 15 bucks on the Xbox Live Arcade. I only played it for like 30, 45 minutes because I wanted to eat before I came over here. Um it's it's a strategy game. Cartoony. Uh-huh. The graphics are cool looking. Uh not the coolest I've ever seen, but you know, they're 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 pretty neat. Um I don't know. I didn't love what I played. It's just like it's a basic strategy game for my but like I said, I'm I'm not even close to into the main story. It's like just the basic tutorial stuff. Right. Um a little bit past that. Um the story is you're a, a shogun and you get In killed. Japan. Yeah, I guess. And your guy gets killed, and he's waiting at the gates to be judged. But, like, the wait in line is, like, it's it's supposed to be a funny game. Like, okay. the, the writing is humorous. Uh-huh. And you get to the gates, and the guy's like, your estimated wait time is, like, 512 years or something <laughs> like that. So he, like, starts a, a ruckus, and you r- guys are like, oh, I want to join you in the fight. So they, you get in fights, and... I don't know. It it was kind of fun. I if you're gonna spend fifteen bucks on an arcade game, get the cave instead. For yeah. me, uh-huh. um, I, I'll play it again just to to see if I like it more. But kind of pissed off that I bought it. To okay. be honest, return could, to it later at some point. Yeah, maybe. for a bit. I could see why you would like it. I don't know if it was for me. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna play a strategy game, get like XCOM or something. I mean, right, way better. Okay. More money, but right, right, right. Wait for the price. Get a get get a deal on it. Yeah, something you can sink your teeth into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so FTL, I played. Like I said, I or no, I didn't say that was on our. That was our first run through. Oh, that got cut. That's right. Um, I had a meeting in Rochester for work, and I took my laptop with me, 
for something to do that night and uh, gave me a good chance to play. I wanted to play a couple games that I had on Steam. I only got to play one of them, um, and it was FTL because you guys had talked about it so much. Um, I really like it. It's very difficult, yeah. which sucks because yeah. I'm not usually into games like that. And I, I actually, this one I do want to play again because I really, really liked it. Um, I made my crew, which I did put Corey in, oddly enough, all right. which was weird. Um, I put all three of you guys were in it, actually. Um, it didn't take me too long to die. Actually, Dan and Will both died. Mm-hmm. I think, Will, you died in a fire. And Dan, you ran out of oxygen. Oh, oh, God. oh Those are the be... worst um, ways to die. And I said, I can't let all three of them die, so I quit before Corey died. There you go. Um, <laughs> man. Thanks, Eric. I didn't know who was dying, man. You, I, when you, Especially when you first start, you don't know how many playthroughs you're going to do with that game. No, you're like, I, okay, I'm going to take this crew. and. No, I didn't. I didn't know how hard it was going to be. Like I, I don't know. Um, but I had, Dan was flying a ship. Oh, pilot. I think I had, Will was doing some kind of grunt workout back. Of course. Working on the engine. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was in the engine room. Of course. And Corey was running, uh, next to the med bay, I think. Okay. Can't remember which room, but, uh, that's how I had it set up. It was a really cool game though. I mean, we've talked about it a bunch. I'm not going to get too much into it, uh-huh. but. I really liked it. I would definitely recommend it. Very hard if you're into difficult strategy games, upgradable, uh-huh. that kind of thing. It was really, really cool. Um, did you do more than one run? I did not. Okay. Because I wanted to play Torchlight. Right. I didn't get to because I was Skyping with my girlfriend, but that's the only reason I didn't keep playing it. Right. And I had a test for work at like 9 in the morning. so uh-huh. Wanted to get sleep, too. Yeah. I'll definitely play it again. Because it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I've had playthroughs that have taken me, like, over an hour. Mm -hmm. And then I've had ones where I got blown up after the very, very first jump. I had one playthrough where I was destroyed right away. Really? Yeah. I can see that. It, uh, you know, just... It's it's luck of what you you get, you know? One of the cooler things that happened, I thought, was uh, I attacked a ship. And instead of me killing them, they offered me one of their slaves. Oh, yeah. So I got him on my ship, and he promptly died. Oh, geez. What kind (laughs) of... Which alien was it? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't know. Or was it a person? It could have been a person. No, it was too. an alien. Okay. Definitely an alien. Um, Aliens are people too. <laughs> I found it difficult to acquire money. Like I just yeah. couldn't get enough money to to get my shit together and I put it on easy. Yeah. I can't imagine how it would be on hard. Yep. Hard. I, I, I put mine on easy too. Um and I Oh, uh, I, I wanna say I did, I've done twenty playthroughs and haven't beaten it yet. I actually thought about putting that on my list of FTL, but that's a game that you don't have a lot of control over whether you beat it or not. Mm-hmm. I think you have, you've got to have the stars align kind of to yeah. beat that game. Uh, so, but it is really fun. Yeah, it's a great game. Great game. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything like you with your review card. There wasn't anything that I, I didn't like about it that wasn't supposed to be there. Like right. The difficulty. Right. Uh, yeah. Except, like I said, except for it was hard. But I liked the challenge mm-hmm. of, of that game. That was different. Yeah. For, that was for this day and age. That was one of the things I liked about it. So. So yeah, I, w- I would definitely highly recommend it. Okay. Excellent. That's all I played. Yep. All right. Uh, I will go next because I also only played one game. I played Ogre Battle '64. Um, for the virtual console, yes, I used my Wii. I had bought this game a lot. I know. Weird. I used my Wii a lot. You turned it on? 
Yep. Well, it's... Could it's, it still work? Yeah. It's my Netflix machine for the bedroom. <laughs> I forgot Xenoblade <laughs> for you. Um, That's okay. Uh, And I, I, I had bought this game a little while ago, uh, but forgot that I had bought it and never played it. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Um, It was developed by Quest and Dual Corporation, published by Atlas. I think the Virtual Console published was by Square Enix, which I don't really like. But it's a strategic RPG um, in the vein of Final Fantasy Tactics. And if you look at the art style of music, it's almost identical to Final Fantasy Tactics. In a lot of places, it feels like a little bit of a ripoff from Final Fantasy Tactics. Really? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure FFT came first. I think FFT came out in 1997. Yeah. And Order it's... Battle came out in 1999, it's I want to say. It's either 96 or 97. <laughs> yeah. A lot of ways it feels like... Uh, like a ripoff of tactics, but um, it is, it does differentiate itself a little bit. The story scenes take place between battles, much like Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, it has a world map. You move around. You move your main guy around like Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, where it differs is it, instead of having individual um, characters as units, you build a unit out of five, or you have you know you build build your units. So you can have, like, as many units as you have soldiers for. Um, and a unit is made up of a leader and then one to four other soldiers or monsters or whatever, um, which is fine. Uh, you know, all the all the soldiers in your unit are made up of different classes that you can unlock, like in Final Fantasy Tactics. There's a lot of secret classes, like in Final Fantasy Tactics. And um, you have the same classes? Uh, some of them are the same. Probably your standards, like knight and archer. Yeah, and yeah, like that. that stuff's all relatively standard. But there's some really cool ones I was reading about, um, like that you can get unlock later on in the game. A lot of them are really hard. Like you have to be at this one place at a certain time and get this item from someone, and then you have to take that item somewhere else. And oh, it's crazy it stuff. Cool. Yeah, you'd never find that by accident. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you have your you have your 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 units you know like i said your leader in one to five units and then you Unit. yeah you you dispatch them at the at the stronghold and and they move around like a map and that's uh that's real time like you know you're you'll send your unit to to take over a fort or take over a city or uh, attack the other side's units um that's where it differs from final fantasy tactics because of that real time thing and then once you get into a battle screen when you attack another unit then it goes into a different screen where the, your positioning for your units matters. Um, the the your five soldiers in, in a unit are placed on a three by three grid, and their positioning on that grid um, determines their type of attack and whether or not they get to attack more than once in a round. Um, which is really the major strategic part about it. Um, once you get into the battle, you have no direct command over your soldiers for your unit. Um, they kind of auto-attack. Okay. You have four different options for your auto-attack. There's autonomous, which means they'll attack whoever's convenient for them. Um, there's attack strongest, which is supposed to mean um, they attack the person with the most hit points. They have attack leader, which is obviously attack the leader of the other, other side's unit, and then attack weakest, which is supposed to attack the target with the lowest hit points now i had a lot of trouble with it took me forever to figure out what all those meant the only one i've actually ever worked for me was attack leader mm-hmm. um the other ones like you would pick attack weakest and all three of your like front guys would attack the other team's three front guys and like barely do any damage <laughs> to them so there i had a lot of trouble with that um i really like the game 
kind of. Um, but the the battle is very discouraging because the battle is settled. You have one round to defeat your opponent, or else they like the other side retreats. You have one round to do your your amount of attacks. What you know, depending on what soldiers you have and what where they are and whatnot. Uh, one round to do, to do damage. So after that one round is over, the units will separate. Like if you win, you push the other team's unit back. Um, and if you, okay. if you, if you lose, you get pushed back. Um, and then they keep going at it again. So, but once you kill the other, other units leader, if you, you know, kill them first or whatever, um, then you have to chase them down and, and finish them off. And I feel like I spent most of my time in this game chasing down units that were running away from me, which got really, really annoying when you were in a battle that was lasting like three hours. I was like, oh, I just, God. I just want this to end. Oh, um, even if I, even if they did two rounds per per battle i I think it would be fine but just one um and a lot of times you know when once you get later on the game when they have healers you pretty much do no damage to them so i want to say one one battle i had to attack this one unit like probably 15 or 20 times and i had to get them i had to finally get them in like a pincer movement so that when i won the battle and pushed them back it pushed them into another unit immediately so i could attack the back of that unit um was how i finally was able to to kill it but um, that really drove me nuts. Is, is feel like feel like I spent most of my time just chasing units yeah. all over the battlefield instead of actually get, fighting. It was it was kind of brutal. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna play it for a while. I I need time away from it just because of that. Um, especially like I said with the the units getting tougher that you're fighting. Um, it just I need a break from it. I don't know if I, I may never go back to it. I don't know. What's it called again? Ogre Battle sixty four. Ogre Battle sixty four. Okay. Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see how the, when the. I, I'm not going to do it in February, obviously, because I have four games I have to beat in February. So. Mm-hmm. Take a break from it. Um. But I don't know. Maybe give it a try if you're into tactical RPGs, but not one of the best. Definitely, I think definitely would pick Final Fantasy Tactics way more than I would. Pick I this even game. like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's some this game could be good. It just got some annoyances that I couldn't get over. So, that's all I played this week. Will, what do you got for us? Um, for me, once I got to get my my list up for what I played. Um, the first thing that I played, I pretty much finished my Fallout 3 playthrough. Um, I'm at 40 hours on that, and I could still play a lot more of it, but a lot of the missions I remember doing already on the 360. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I I, I know the story about it and everything like that. So I was like, all right, I'm done. So then I moved on to Fallout New Vegas, and I logged 21 hours of gameplay in two For days. For PC? Yep. Um, and uh, I had a snow day Monday, so I didn't have to go to school. And I went to bed at, like, probably midnight that night. And got I woke up at 5 in the morning because Dad was leaving for work and could not fall back asleep. So at around, like, 8, I started playing New Vegas and played through it. The whole day, up nice. until about 9 o'clock at night, and then went to bed. <sighs> Love those days. God, and that's what days. I did. I turned my phone off and just played Fallout. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Um, you, Dan, obviously had way more bug issues than I did. I only got kicked off, like, once. Yeah, it crashed on me all the time. And I remember when playing whatever game I was playing at the time, I remember seeing you, you know, log off and then 
uh, your name playing Follow New Vegas, and then like 20 minutes later, oh, Dan's playing <laughs> New Vegas New again. Vegas. And it would just keep doing it. Yeah. I remember seeing that. But I only got kicked out like twice maybe okay. at most. Um, see, what I've read is that as you get later on in the game, it gets the save becomes so big and gets too much that that's when you start crashing a lot. That's but. the thing. For me, I'm not that far. I'm at the point where basically the NCR, Yes Man, Mr. House, and Caesar. Caesar's Legion are all like, hey, come help us out. Mm-hmm. I, basically at New Vegas, I got to the top casino, killed Benny, mm-hmm. got the platinum chip, mm-hmm. went into Mr. House and gave it to him so I could get like everything. I could get my penthouse and stuff like that and just, you know, have a nice little setup because okay. I use Rex and Boone as my companions. Okay. And for the DLC, I, have to, I started the Lonesome Road DLC. I got to the final boss. I can't kill him. Still too weak, and I'm level like 20. Which one's that? Uh, Lonesome Road's the one where you walk through the divide. Oh, I, I don't know if I you did, did that one. No, I didn't. I did. I did the Zion one. Did I tell you that? Did you like it? I didn't do anything. Like I went, I went into it. I went to where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I killed somebody, and then it said it was over. I missed the entire storyline for that somehow. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> How does that happen? I've had terrible luck with the the DLC. I don't know. I went to I went I killed a guy named Dan. <laughs> and you beat it. And I didn't beat it. I lost, but it was over once I and then I walked back to the start and left and it did the played the end credits and it talked about all these people that I never saw in the in the <laughs> DLC. And it, it took me like half an hour to do all that. I'm like, what, "What the hell?" And I looked and I missed like 12 missions or something like that, and I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> That's so funny. So that was a letdown for me, That too. was my favorite DLC out of all of them, too. Yeah, I didn't, wow. didn't end up doing it. But uh, Lonesome Road is the only one I didn't play, or attempt to play. I didn't. I hated Old World Old World Blues. Yeah, it? I, I hated that I one, so like I, didn't even, I didn't even finish it. But I started Lonesome Road. The final boss is impossible. I put it on very easy from normal. Still can't kill him. I still die. Huh. And I'm level 20. One or two. I don't know why I can't kill him. Yeah. But, but I'm really enjoying it. I found something that really bugs me, and it's those Cazador bug things. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're so hard. powerful, and they poison you, and yeah. then you can't fast travel because you're taking damage. Yeah. It gets, it's so infuriating. And stim packs are so expensive. Yeah. They're 100 each, and in Fallout 3, I have 700 stim packs because they're so cheap. Yeah. And this one, I'm not even close to 100. I think I had like seventy or something. Yeah, but I got a lot of money when I did the uh, the casino one. Dead, oh, dead money. Yeah, because of those gold bars. I think I'm at thirty thousand caps right now. Okay, so I have a lot more money than I ever did in three, but I have a lot less like ammo and stim packs. Stuff, yeah. Than it's I harder did. to come by in New Vegas. I feel like definitely is. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep playing that. I'm obviously not gonna be able to play a lot of it in February because I'm moving on to the four games that I have to beat. Uh-huh. Um, the next thing I play is PlayStation All Star Battle Royale, and I uh, went to go hang out at one of my friends' houses or friends' house on Saturday, I believe it was. So that's where I played it, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. I played as Big Daddy from Bioshock first because he was the character I was the most interested in. Um, then I moved to Radic from Killzone. Then played as Sly Cooper, which was my favorite owl. And then I played as Fat Princess, which is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's very Super Smash Brothers like. But basically, how you, there, you don't get knocked off the edge. How you die is once you get enough hits on somebody, your power bar fills up all the way, and that allows you to do a special move, like a finishing. Move. Yeah, a finishing move, and you can kill 
it counts as a kill. And like, there's three. You can fill it up three times, and the third one's the most powerful. And then you, you know, can kill more people. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Um, what we did was two v two online too. That was a lot of fun. And it's better than Super Smash Bros. Brawl because it's PlayStation's online, and PlayStation's online is far better than the Wii's was. Right. And that was one of the problems with Brawl. You could not get a good game of Super Smash Bros. going with yeah. people. But I had a, f- a lot of fun with it. Um, made me look forward to the new Smash Brothers that's coming out for the Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think you'll be getting a Wii U, bud? Summer? Summertime. Because I am so low on money, and I just announced <laughs> I'm going to be ordering my phone soon. Probably tomorrow. Oh, nice. So, if I can give it to mom. Right. Um, next thing I did was Torchlight 2. I played as the Necromancer a little bit. I only got to level 3, but I played around with some of the stuff. Um, kind of cool that they put a whole new class into the game, and yeah. it works so seamless like it does. Um, the starting attack, you know, you start out with a staff, and then, but oh. you start out with, like, this dark energy blast that sends out, like, five orbs of energy to go kill and it homes in on enemies and that's pretty cool and then I was able to level up and get a skeleton huh. summon that's awesome I'm oh, excited a skeleton and a zombie I'm excited for that it's it's really good it's so easy to do the patch too or the mod all you do is you download it from the website that Kotaku had it on or I think Corey tweeted the okay. link um, and you basically download the files you caught you just move them over to a certain file. I don't remember which one. It was like the, the right folder, the pack folder, or something like that. And that's yeah. all you do, and then load the game up, and then you're in and playing. It's awesome. And it's super easy, fun. I'm probably gonna play Torchlight a lot more again. Yeah. Um. Started the cave. I chose the hillbilly, mm-hmm. uh, time traveler, and the scientist. And I'm about two hours into that. The last puzzle I did was the. I don't know if you did it, but the minecart puzzle. Yeah. I just did that, yep. and I'm on to the next one. Okay. Um, did you do this carnival one? No, that's probably specific to the hillbilly. That's pro- yeah, it is the hillbilly then it's specific to. But that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun trying to figure that out. I was very close to looking up a puzzle because yeah. I could not figure it out, but I ended up getting it eventually. Yeah, that's how I've been so far, too. I've been very close to looking up stuff, but, but like, I figure it out at the very last the, second. Where I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to look it up. I figure it out, yeah. and I'm like, ah, okay. Um. But I love the cave a lot. Yeah. It's a great game. I'm really enjoying it. I like the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I like the cave. I like how the cave doesn't overdo it on talking. Yeah. It talks every now and again, but it's not like every. It's not frequent. Right. I guess you can say. Yeah. Really enjoy it. Great uh-huh. game. I wanted to try and beat it soon, but that might be pushed off until later. Yeah, I didn't even think about putting the cave on my. February list, but it's already set in stone. Yeah, so. it's set like, in stone, buddy. So I'm gonna have to wait until March to be beating the um, the cave. Yeah. But I really enjoy it, and I'm really glad I bought it. Uh-huh. Really fun game. Excellent. And the final thing I can't really talk about, but I just wanted to make mention of it. I got into the SimCity Five beta and for the weekend and played it and played it a lot. I don't really want EA coming after us. Yeah, taking us down. Maybe I do. <laughs> We could, know. we could use the press. Yeah. Couldn't we? Bring it EA. <laughs> Not worry about it. But, uh, yeah. All I'm going to say is I, it's fun. Okay. SimCity. All right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I played a few things. This is the first week in a while. I didn't play anything new, though. I got Guild Wars 2 I played more of and dinged level 80. All right. Hey. Woo, congrats. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It was, uh, I didn't even realize it happened. Yeah. Because you were <laughs> so in the middle of a battle. 
Yeah, until That's I looked down and then too. I was like, oh, I'm halfway through level 80. Uh-huh. What, what do you gain? Do you just gain more skill points? Yeah. There's no real ceremony for hitting it, hitting level 80. Because the game what? only... Be, you, there's no real ceremony or anything that for hitting level 80. Um, because it's no, kind of just the start of the game. I'm just saying, like, what happened? Where, what, why is there still an experience bar? For skill points? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because t- you, you still, like, level up, quote-unquote. And you those get those little arrow skill points you get for it that you can yeah. use um, to either keep unlocking your abilities or I, I had gotten my all my abilities by level like 60 something because of all my exploring but you can use those to buy things at uh, the the Mystic Forge yeah um, I also did the new daily quests I don't know if you're familiar with any of that Dan they're awarding yeah. laurels now yeah How, how'd you feel about it uh, I liked it. I mean, it's 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 better than doing the same daily quest all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because what what their what their goal with that was was to be able to or to make it so people try different things. Like if you if you get into a routine of just doing your daily achievements, they wanted to change that up a little bit. So they wanted to change the daily achievements so you do different things every you know every day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, is I it like is it, it different every day of the week or do you remember how they do it or is it random? It's, every day it's it's random. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been enjoying that. Uh, gonna work on work towards getting the legendary weapon now, I guess, and still do some PvP. Uh, I did some paid, or uh, I'm sorry, tournament PvP, which mm-hmm. is pretty fun. It's a little bit more difficult. Everybody's obviously a little bit better at what they do. However, after playing quite a bit of that, I was pretty good at the just the unstructured PvP. Oh yeah, world versus and I, world. I, I found myself coming out on top my team more often than not so uh-huh. it's good to throw yourself into those those tournaments because you'll get you'll get better yeah. a lot better pretty quick at pvp you also learn what works and what doesn't work for your specific character and build yeah because we we played that after a podcast one night for a few hours that was my first experience with the structured pvp and uh i went in with my world versus world build um that i was used to and that did not work at all for, for the structured PvP. So I had to change it for pretty drastically, actually. After we got done, but yeah. Am I the only person in the guild that's not level eighty? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Better get there. I'm pretty far off. Continue. Uh yeah. So I won't. Talk about that much more. Uh, I also played Nino Kuni, and here's my experience with Nino Kuni. I played it maybe Sunday, um, and I played probably about two hours of it, made some good progress, and then somebody called me on my phone or something, and I laid down on my bed, and uh, I talked on the phone, and then like I felt really tired, so I fell asleep in my bed, and when I got up, my PlayStation had went to sleep. Mm. So I had Nino Kuni paused, and the, when the PlayStation shut off, so I lost that two hours of progress. Oh, uh, fuck that! Yeah, and that's always every time when that happens to me in a game, that's it. I'm done. I don't play it anymore. Disheartening. God, I don't blame you, man. There's not yeah. an auto save that saved halfway through that progress or anything. There is. If I had died, then I could have, you know, loaded a checkpoint. But because my PlayStation just went to sleep, Ugh. nope. Okay. Wow. That bites it, man. That's why I put it on my four in February, so I can force myself to to turn it back on and push myself through that those couple hours again. 
You're not really loving it, though, huh? Not loving it. I mean, I, I get it. I get why people like it. It came out at the right time. If this came out in the thick of it, I don't think anybody would really be talking about it other than the people who are always ex- already ex- were already excited for it. Like if it had come out in the fall. Um, yeah, if it came out in the fall. I mean, I, I've said it, I said it last week, but it, it looks nice. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, there's just really not much in there that that's grabbing me. Okay. Even the story, I read somewhere that a lot of it relies on cliches, and I'll totally agree with that. Like, it's all stuff... It's all stuff we've seen before, story-wise, or it's very, very surface. Like one of the uh, one of the first kings you go to is a cat, and its name is Your Meowjesty. Uh huh. <laughs> that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like that, and it's like, all right. I mean, I get it's it. Got it's, any it's chance of me trying that game? But even there, more creative than that. I don't know. It's. Meowjesty. I don't know. I'm just having a hard time playing it and recommending it. And I was really excited for it. And I like JRPGs, so... Okay. So especially now that you lost a bunch of progress, it's going to be real hard to go back to. Although, like you said, you put it on your 4 for Febu- four in February list, so... Yeah. Okay. And I hope by the time I'm really, really into it and, you know, about to beat it, I'll, I'll really love it. But as of right now, I'm probably 7 hours in. Okay. Eight hours in. So that's a decent amount of time in. Yeah, I don't know. I wish they do this long tutorial process that just bugs the hell out of me. It's like they show me something, and first of all, I already get it almost instantly, but they have to you know, drag it on and talk about every every little bit of it. And then like they tell you, oh, there's this other thing, but you're not ready for that just now. And I'm like, yes, I am. Just even either don't mention it or just let me be able to do this important feature in the i don't know yeah just bug well i mean the internet exists nowadays so if anyone was having trouble with a particular mechanic in the game they could always look it up you know and it's not rocket science it's a jrpg right not known for their complexity well i I don't know i kind of take that back now that i think about it but still it's, it's just <laughs> ridiculous there should just be it should be like the old school way like do you want more information on this no and then move no. on let's let's move on let's let's give me everything right from the get-go i'll figure it out that's one of the things i love about dark souls is they don't tell you anything yeah figure it out for yourself fun. okay Discovery an exploration exploration yeah all right right on and right. other than that, I played more Final Fantasy Dimensions. Still really like it. It's a good subway game. Uh, and also, I restarted Final Fantasy VI for my yearly playthrough that I'm doing the live stream for. So, in just briefly, um, that game is... And I'm not just saying it because it's nostalgic and I'm biased. It's an awesome game. Yeah. It's so good. It holds up even yeah. now. Would it come out 15 years ago? Yeah. 12 years ago? It was a long time. It was even more than that. 94? Yeah. That's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. They don't make them like that anymore. No. No, they don't. Okay. That everything? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, Yeah. Once again, Corey is going to be doing his live streaming 
and playing our old episodes um, during the live stream. So be sure to check that out. Um, it's actually fun to go back and listen to the old episodes and see how much the, the podcast has changed since episode one, two, three, four. Um, hopefully for the better. I think for the better, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We've we, seen we, Will grow we, up right we, before our eyes. Yeah, our our little boys all all grows up. I'll tell you one thing: we used to be a lot drunker. That's for damn sure. Well, we used to drink because you know the nerves. Oh yeah, the first well, episode, no one wanted to talk. I used to drink because I like to drink at that point. Yeah, I like to drink still, but I'm on a diet, and booze is just not something you should drink was, when you're. I on was a at diet. a time in li- my life where alcohol and I were good buddies. Yeah. So yeah, we were like rock stars back then, you know, just getting drunk, having a great time. <laughs> back uh, in the good old days of yeah. a year and a half ago, sure. When we were talent and not just fledgling internet personalities, <laughs> <laughs> mildly famous, very mildly, <laughs> as it were. Word. Uh, so yeah, be sure to check that out. Um, Sundays, Corey time probably depending but follow us on twitter um or facebook and and they'll probably be put up there when you yeah when you start you know it, it'll be like eight nine maybe and eastern eastern okay uh sounds good anything else did you want to tease anything else um i'll be playing i mean the the stream is on uh twitch it's not actually this stream Right. Uh, in any computer game that I I'll be playing, I'll be playing it on there. But at random points, I'm just trying to you know get something scheduled. So right. I did so, guild so, myself playing Guild Wars two last night for a little while. What What were you playing? Guild Wars two. No, I know. But what were you doing? Oh, I, I actually I think I dinged level eighty on the stream while I was streaming. I was just doing some uh, events, and then I did some uh, uh, PvP. Okay. Cool. Next time you do that, text me. I want to see that. I still haven't even seen that game. All right. And there's a lot of changes I have to make to the stream for better quality and stuff. And I bought, I mentioned it already, but I bought a new webcam for my desktop, and I'll have this headset, so I'll be able to be a little more interactive playing random games than I am with the Final Fantasy stream where I'm just playing old podcasts. Word. Okay. You should um, you should stream some World vs. World in Guild Wars too, because that can get exciting. Yeah. The large scale battles. Yep. Alright. Uh yeah. Our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes. Our Twitter is twitter.com slash TS athletes. Our website is thumbstickathletes.com. You can leave us a voicemail at six zero seven five two seven zero five four seven. As always, we need uh intros at the to, that we want to put on the beginning of our episode, so always need those or you can email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com uh if you're going to be ordering anything from amazon once again uh please use our our link window on our website uh clear your amazon related cookies first and click through our banner on our website and place your amazon order um to help out the thumbstick athletes podcast um to help kind of leverage the costs of bandwidth and website fees so we should have had a big purchase today oh yeah yeah okay if it went through excellent um i think that's everything right yeah all right that'll do it for the big episode number 80 
of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.